0: Two one welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the mix with the two-man tower trip, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesson. Yeah, Leonardo. <laughs> yeah, uh, man.
1: Live from Quincy's castle of catering and creative. Uh, just a lot of. What up, cuh? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cookie cutter. Uh, with ask, a Q. With a Q. There you go. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I am Quincy Jones. Go. Yes, uh, sir. Of course, with my uh, wonderful host, co host, tag scene partner. Mr. Doc Lesnar, what is going on? And, you know um, what it is,
0: only hip-hop hybrid in the world of uh, hip-hop and uh, pro wrestling. We checked. Yeah.
1: Stop looking, Rogan. I know you got a lot of guys on that podcast that think they know these stuff. Nah.
0: I got, I got heat with that guy.
1: Nah. <laughs> the hybrid's one of one. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, uh, Quincy Jones, show man, um, obviously we're getting, uh, moving the, the goalpost, or I should say the uh, the yardstick down towards a little bit to the goalpost because the goalposts being Mania coming up. Uh, in about another, what, less than two weeks, dude? Uh, I it's mean, we're... Literally, I think... It'll, it'll be the World. Hall of Fame a week from yeah. today. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. So. Obviously, go home SmackDown as well. I'm sure we'll probably get into some sort of... There's a lot going on this yes, weekend. Yes, sir. And, uh, But yeah, man, it's... uh. Actually, on that note, if you happen to see us out... in about. Holler at us in the most respective approach, please. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people out here... Uh, there's a lot of people coming out to California. This is our this is our home. So I mean, if you guys are a fan of the show, you might see us out and about at more than a few different uh, yes, you know uh, situations going on. Whether it's a live show here, indie show there, or whatever you know, the convention here. Obviously, we're gonna be at night too. But yeah, man. Um,
0: yeah, I, I, all I ask is that you too sweet me when you meet me, brother.
1: Yeah, I, I'm getting tired of those. we oh, yeah, wear a Bullet Club shirt, but I'm too cool to too sweet anyone else. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, it's so I annoying. bought this at the at the height of the popularity without knowing any reference. Breathe prior. with the switchblade, <laughs> Mark. I like knives. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But um,
1: yeah, let's get into the news, man. Uh, officer yes, we got uh NXT. We also got um, you know, Dynamite yes, uh, coming in through the pipe. But yeah, what we got on uh on the uh yeah,
0: we'll go to the WWE side of things. I have some uh, confirmed Mania plans so far, as well as some post-Mania news. Uh,
1: let me know when when you're about to change. Uh, brands on the news because yeah. i did find something really quick mm-hmm. and really random out uh, about someone in, in wwe
0: uh, okay yeah well uh yeah uh per a recent report by worked wrestling it seems seth rollins versus logan paul and bianca belair versus oscar is set to be on night one of uh wrestlemania really? uh, 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 while charlotte flair and rhea ripley is expected to be on night two uh, should be noted that Worked tweeted out a report late last month depicting uh, that KO and Sami Zayn versus the Usos uh, was uh, set to be the main event for night one. But it's still unclear which one will end up closing well, night. Because
1: the report I read earlier this week,
0: it said, literally, Sami
1: Zayn and KO not main eventing due to political reasons. And they kept saying that it was because of the Charlotte Rhea match was supposed to main event really? the first night. Yeah, people mm-hmm. were mad about it. Like, they were like, dude, there's, there's no way. Enough, like, there's
0: not enough heat like, in like, that to to close out the show. Like, based at off at the all. pop
1: from last Monday and then even what they did, like uh this past yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah, like, I was just going to get into that. It's actually. not just a Montreal thing. You know, people are yeah. really, really want and, and people were speculating, like, how well are they going to recover from, you know, the height of Sammy and then him losing to Reigns and how they're going to deal with that. But, dude, they're dealing with it. But, yeah, that is interesting. If they do decide to move to tonight too, the, the Rhea, the women's match. Yeah. I think it, it – they shouldn't have two women's matches no, no. on the same night. I don't think sure. so. You yeah, know what I mean? Seriously. But, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. But uh, I no. on the heels of this week's edition of Monday Night Raw, speculation began to swirl regarding Roman Reigns' status and the potential breakup of the bloodline following Mania. As a report from Russell Vote suggests, quote, you may not see him until SummerSlam. Um, and says, you know, adding to this, I'm told this is contingent on if, when Reigns eventually, eventually will lose the titles. As of now, those plans are not certain. Uh, From there, Meltzer has gone on record saying that, uh, quote, WWE has a year of post-mania plans in regards to the bloodline, with Russell Votes also adding that Reigns could uh, return sooner if, quote, there's a major show that requires him, uh, which is similar to, like, the John Cena returning uh, or return to the Christmas edition of SmackDown as there's very few needle movers within the (laughs) WWE. What is it?
1: One minute of action? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the last uh, little bit, too, I will say uh, in terms of Mania plans and post-Mania news, Meltzer has pointed out this is the first Triple H era WrestleMania. And uh, I guess he's previously reported that Hunter isn't going to be doing a lot of last-minute changes when dealing with key storylines going into the show of shows. But in terms of post-Mania plans, uh, it's been also confirmed by Worked Wrestling that uh, both Braun Breaker and Cameron Grimes are set to uh, jump on the main roster. Uh, uh fairly soon if not immediately after i mean Maynay he's weekend,
1: been so. like i mean he being cameron like he's been like gone
0: like i yeah. don't no even know we just like, saw him post on. those like glow i, up I was just gonna say like stuff, i was like
1: that would make sense i mean maybe he was gone because of you know trying to get right in the gym or something yeah. or
0: trying to get main roster ready maybe yeah
1: so. um but yeah i don't know i mean uh, but that is interesting because I, I was wondering what the interest was on him um, because again, we haven't seen him on TV. He, you know, LA already. You know, he mm. had the thing with LA, but LA got on the main roster before him, so I didn't know where they, they were. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, yeah. So. <laughs> so. He's been, you know, he he's getting real popular, and I'm glad. Yeah, I'm getting no, real happy for him. Yeah. I've been
0: told his match with Cody garnered him yeah. a lot of good support, and I guess he's already been on like on an internal list because he yeah. was so, um, I guess, gung ho with the supernaturalness of the Bray thing, despite. What's been going on? He's like anything better than the Max models. Yeah. 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 I guess he's been heralded for his professionalism. So that's good. That's good. Because, I mean,
1: yeah, a lot of people were thinking, oh, man, they ruined him. But. Yeah, well, you know, he was doing he was trying to make the best of what what they gave exactly. him. Exactly. You know? Chicken so, salad baby. Yeah. But
0: speaking of Bray Wyatt, uh, you know, we talked about last week he was dealing with a physical issue that might put him out of WrestleMania. Meltzer had reported it was an illness. Uh this week we got a little bit more on that. Uh, Meltzer said on TSN radio, uh, quote, "He's ill. He was supposed to be at the show Friday and he was not, so he's still ill." They did do a quick tease of him. So he's not gone from the company. When I asked this week if he's going to be wrestling Bobby Lashley at Mania, I did not get an answer and they did not promote that match on either show at all, and uh, he's since speculated that his WWE sources not knowing Bray's status for Mania implies that the company itself also doesn't know, and that plans must be up in the air. Um, and you know, since the report of the physical issue or illness, the only visual update we've seen is a tiny white six logo that uh, showed up on Raw, I think last week, where Caleb Braxton was doing a backstage. Uh, segment with uh, LA Knight who we were just talking about. So, uh, Also per FIFO Select, it's been discovered that long-term WWE writer Nick Manfredini, who is known for working closely with Bray and being heavily involved with the Firefly Funhouse, is no longer with the company after 13 years. Uh, It's unclear if uh, leaving was on his own accord or if he was released, but FIFO adds his departure happened earlier this year so it does not seem to be directly connected to Bray's recent time off, but uh, see, it's just weird that it, that's just been discovered, you know. So, but uh, moving on along.
1: Yeah, that's uh, cause uh, yeah, the name Shinji's—you r- rattled it off. I'm like, I recognized it. it being closely. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: We've seen them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, name in the hat in terms of uh, being tethered to Bray in the last couple of years, I would say. Uh, Kofi Kingston, uh, we talked about him having an ankle injury. Uh, He actually underwent surgery. Uh, You know, he got injured on the uh, March 3rd edition of SmackDown. He recently took to social media to keep things jovial before going on surgery on the 17th. Uh, He said it was a picture of his foot. Yeah, I
1: saw that because a lot of people were speculating. I think I told you there was... Maybe in a, at a house show where, like, I think McIntyre landed on it wrong. Or yeah, something. I think, yeah, you were talking yeah, about it. Yeah, so that. Even to, since people didn't see it, they can only speculate off what they saw at a house show or what people were saying. So, yeah, this is. Yeah. Him confirming it and then yeah obviously having to go through surgery unfortunately but yeah
0: and Kofi wrote yo WTF I put lotion on at the hotel just 45 minutes before this pic was taken now at my ankle I pre- heard about <laughs> that yeah. yeah now I'm at my pre-op appointment I look like I filled my socks with chalk on the way over here how do I explain this unacceptable ashiness to the ankle doc I'm gonna be the laughing stock of the op- operating room tomorrow talking to my lawyers now to see what grounds we have to file a suit on multiple counts fraud <laughs> yeah. false impersonation of lotion pain and suffering as well as uh irreparable damages the uh, in parentheses the embarrassment i'll suffer is both painful and irreversible this <laughs> is somebody besides me got to be held accountable for this the, the, the funny thing about it it's just it, it's it's you know. and don't ever trust hotel lotion <laughs> honestly yes Yeah. That last part correct key, yeah
1: but yeah I, I the reason i like it is because much like biggie he's showing where his mind's at he's trying to mm-hmm. keep everybody even kill, you know, let people know, hey, I'm good. Thank you for the thoughts. Yeah. This is where my mind's at. And I'm, I'm still going to entertain you, even though exactly, I'm in a yeah.
0: somewhat scary situation. Yeah. Which,
1: you know, shout out. And again, this is a guy who uses his feet for a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: But it should be noted, too, that at first, uh, his injury was reported to sideline him for five weeks. But now, since he's gone to surgery, it's been uh, unclear what the timetable is. You think
1: that's going to but... affect, like, because he he does, like, the diving stomp, the mushroom stomp. He does the trouble in paradise a lot, too. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I'll be
0: honest, it's actually, uh, curious that he hasn't hurt his uh his ankle before you know if, if, if he has I don't know on the top but you know yeah
1: like extremely lucky for sure mm-hmm. and then like I don't know it's like uh I mean you got also got to think about it, the many times he did like the Royal Rumble stuff oh know? yeah you're yeah like, that's
0: what I'm thinking about a is lot how of unfortunate, or- right
1: unrehearsed type things you're like oh that could have went wrong I mean like mm-hmm. he, he, you know what even when he tried to land on the chair this earlier. Uh, royal rumble it was it looked kind of a bad landing yeah too, yeah, you know, yeah so. So.
0: definitely uh, as we move along with the injury stuff uh, Roxanne Perez as we've seen has kind of been playing out an in injury angle in NXT uh, she recently took the Twitter uh, and this is on the show too but she tweeted out I can't thank the NXT universe enough for all the thoughts and prayers over the past two weeks the outpouring of support fills my heart. I wish I had better news, but the doctors are saying we're no closer to finding out what happened to me at Roadblock. I'm very frustrated, but I will be back stronger than ever, but I just don't know when. Meltzer has since uh, you know, weighed in on this and says, What I was told was it's a vague situation in the sense that hopefully there's nothing wrong, but there might be. She didn't faint after the match. That was a cover story for the fact that something may or may not be going on. I'm sure it's nothing wrong as far as something that would prevent her from any kind of trails. Obviously, if you have maybe a shoulder issue or something like that, you can go out and do your match, but you don't know how bad the issue is. That happens all the time. I was just told that it's a cover story for something, and they don't know exactly oh. what it is. So, therefore, oh, it's a okay. vague story because the actual story is vague. So." Then... Which I think a lot of us knew she didn't really faint. Well, no, yeah, been see, curious, that's why I whole got, half in, half out. Am I gonna be ready for standing yeah, deliver? That's and, why
1: I got so confused when you got Dave over here. Like, well, you know, when tip-, I'm like, bro, are you scientifically pontificating upon an angle? But kinda. then you're like, oh no, this could be like when there's smoke, there's fire. Like, there's actually like something going on. But I'm like, all right, now you're starting to y'all low key book yourself and do a shoot. Pontificating. which Pontificating, yeah.
0: terrific word for a Jamaican. <laughs> tremendous, tremendous tremendous word for a Jamaican. <laughs> uh, let's move along. Uh, Undertaker recently commented yeah. on his raw 30 return. Uh, i you know, he was talking to Ariel Hawani about
1: this. I've thing. gotten used to the appearances now. Before it was weird. Yeah, it is weird. But and, now, and you know what? Yeah. Is
0: li- he says they didn't even know that I wasn't gonna have the hat and coat. They totally thought I was coming as old Undertaker. I was like, no, that's part of me in the storytelling, right? So when I lifted the curtain, when I lifted it back and pulled it back, then that's gone. It's all gone now. I, I agree so with that. So I, I kind, yeah, it, it does seem silly to go back to dressing up as the Undertaker. That, that's like you know?
1: if uh, Mick Foley came back out with the mask after all these years. I'm she not gonna right? say it wouldn't pop. It would be but, great. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but to do it after all this time, you're like, okay, but why? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, it, 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 uh, uh, let, uh let let me refrain. It would really depend on the segment because he's done it before, <laughs> so yeah, it's like, 100%. yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, if it's gonna be just for the sake of a, a raw thirty, then it's like, nah, it's not, it's not worth
0: it. Yeah, you know yeah what I mean, right. but
1: yeah, I, I think the, the his take on it is pretty good. Um, taker, obviously, I'm not gonna be the one to tell him now. So. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, a little update on a name change for a specific uh, yeah, talent, saw this, uh, yeah. Pete Dunn, uh, or you know, now known as Butch. Uh, we had reported earlier, I think, or maybe late last year, that his name change was set to come because, you know, we had Matt Riddle get his first name back, and I think yeah. Tommaso got his first name back as well at some point okay. before he got sidelined again. But um, Russell Votes recently weighed in on this, and they said, absolutely, this is happening. I was told it's in the works. When Hunter came back, I was told that Pete Dunn was due to become Pete Dunn, but somebody said to wait because the Brawling Brutes were catching on. When Pete Dunn returns it won't be as a member of the Brawling Brutes, I'm sure he'll be back by the end of this year. So. So it seems really? like it'll be before the end of the year but i yeah from what i read they weren't they weren't uh pr- they, they they didn't know that the brawling brutes would start to get over, kinda. So it <laughs> That's just, why at they that just point, put like a whatever like it's put an alliteration on it and call it a day yeah, for a couple yeah, of years. I think yeah. at that point when it got over, they're like, Well, we can't change his name now, kind of thing. So I think they gotta wait for I, the angle to disperse and the sense, same thing and, with
1: Ludwig Kaiser. Yeah, yeah I, I
0: agree. <laughs> did the same thing with
1: Del Toro from I, freaking uh, I, you know, LDF I so, which yeah. I feel like I, I I'm not seeing enough LDF on my screen. I got too. some
0: I got a note about Joaquin Wild specifically. It has to do with this NX. Episode that I reviewed, but it's more like my opinion, kind of like gimmick infringement, but I'll mm. get there. Okay. As we move along, uh, just two more items in the WWE sphere, and then if you want to go ahead and share what you had. Uh, Pat McAfee recently yeah. took to Twitter to comment openly on his future with WWE, saying, a lot of wrestling chatter about me right now. I think about wrestling every day. That dream isn't done. My business is currently rather active and ex ex, ex- exuberant, exiting. E X I G E N T. Exigent. Exigent. Yeah, that's a new word for me. Active and exigent, plus a baby on the way. Timing is everything. Oh, congrats.
1: Mm-hmm. I still have
0: like. massive plans for my journey to the WWE Hall of Fame someday. Believe that. Uh exigent means pressing slash demanding. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he was going on about his podcast. Uh and you know in it's terms a tremendous of tremendous word for a football how player. Definitely. <laughs> <That's> uh, you <laughs> know, and then he also said, you know, baby girl on the way. Because uh, he's talking about things that his brain's been cooking up. He's like, I got yeah. a baby girl in the way. What's that mean for my future with WWE? Love it, but they're allegedly going to be sold. Who's buying them? Do I want to work slash make money for those people? These are the things I think about. Man, so, those,
1: yeah, you know, he he lit a little bit more back. That, that's actually a pretty good... Uh, line of questioning.
0: Yeah, no, and this follows a recent interview by uh, Pat's replacement, Wade Barrett, uh, where he told the Daily Star that his current role as commentator is, quote, as permanent as you can ever be in a role in the WWE. So definitely made it seem like Pat might not be back anytime <sighs> soon.
1: So basically it means unless Booker T has some gaffe publicly. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, there is this one that thing that, that, a hole, that like... Booker
0: does when he, he, this phrase, and you might know this, where he's talking about somebody or a tag team that's huge, like a horse or oh. something. It's a like, no bread, uh, no, no meat. water. <laughs> just meat. <laughs> he, he used to say that back with uh,
1: Ryback. Oh my God. Really? Is yeah. That, see, no I water, can- no bread just me like every like he, th- there's a compilation of every time he said i got yeah, it whether list.
0: pre-show in person or <laughs> yeah, like yeah. like during the match Journal, yeah. okay and then uh, last but not least uh we got some <laughs> uh updates actually on alexa bliss and randy orton just got this this morning uh we didn't we haven't seen alexa bliss since her rumble loss to bianca she you know was thought to be taking a hiatus though she denied that that's actually um, what my
1: news is about is alexa bliss
0: oh okay and then i guess she was revealed that's, As, that's, that's, that's what it was. That's what, well, exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a mass singer. But yeah. the thing is, she actually, I guess, was uh, before that. Uh, and we don't know which one had her out if it was this, the show, mass singer, or if it was dealing with this. But apparently, she had a spot on her face um, that ended up being a form of skin cancer. And so she commented saying, there was a spot on my face, yes, that had gotten worse, so I went to get a biopsy, was basal cell carcinoma. During my procedure, Doc also found uh, other squamous cells, was a quick and easy procedure, glad I always get my skin checked. So it seems like she's okay, but, you know, that's just something to to note, you know.
1: And I get it, there's always frustration with her fans about the start and stop, but like, I mean, I'm gonna put a, I'm I'm gonna keep it a bean. It's the same thing with like Bray, like they kind of... Mm -hmm. it's not like it's the machine starting to stop and more they're just like them taking time off for whatever reason that they need to take the time off for so Mm -hmm. I get the frustration but yeah then it also comes with like you said a slew of people trying to make up the narrative especially in her case which this happens, all the time. happens a lot with her. Yeah, yeah all yeah. the
0: time. Yeah, definitely. And uh, going on to Randy Orton, uh, you know, obviously Orton, he just underwent uh, back fusion surgery yeah, I heard last his names November. Getting,
1: uh, been getting brought up a lot. That's
0: you know, it's funny. That's what they've been saying. There were some rumblings regarding R- uh, Orton last week, per PW Insider, and uh, you know, there was a lot of doubt concerning his return and things like that because of how severe his back surgery was. But uh, per PW Insider, I guess their elite subscription. I-, I didn't know there was a difference. Uh, they reported he is scheduled to be in Los Angeles during Mania weekend, uh, you know, next week. But it's unclear what exactly he'll be expected to be doing. I mean, there's also
1: Raw the night after, so, you know. Exactly, yeah, true. There's a lot of different things. I mean, I'm sure there's also, like, there, there's a chance for him to for the company to make money off him by getting meet and greets. He just need to be physical for that. Right? I was you know I was thinking I mean? that too. So it might
0: be a thing of where he's at access or something yeah, like that. That's what but I was uh, too, yeah. it's worth noting though, he did take a recent photo where he visited the Boone Center in Missouri, which is like a, a organization that helps us seek. Uh, employment for families, uh, you know, or di- people with disabilities in their families as well. So, a lot of people were noting because he took a lot of photos. This is back in February where he's just, you know, throwing the biceps up, and people were like, oh, he's, he, he's looking jacked, low key. I can show you. I know, right I, here. I, no, I bicep, did see that Yeah, 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 I, did yeah. Too. I was like, oh, yeah. He, he,
1: he low key, well, he's always been like a little jacked, but like, yeah, it's like he don't ever be like, like, you don't look at
0: at Randy as, like, a I think body you get, guy. Yeah, you, you, I mean, just, and the thing is, is, no one's ever denied his body. But I think you get so distracted by his tattoos, his presentation. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. The, the arcade, the cool move, you know what yeah. I mean? And then you kind of go, damn, and he's tall and buff. Like, that's Well, crazy. see,
1: I, I was even going to say, like, the same. That's, like, like, Kobe next to LeBron. Like, LeBron, you could tell he likes, he makes it. But it's, like, Very Kobe, true. he works out. You know he does. But it's, like, he's more than just the guy that works out. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of thing. So Definitely. But anyways, yeah.
0: Yeah, moving on to AEW. Uh just uh really just three items and some uh you know, I'll, I'll go with the small stuff first and then end with the with the big one. Uh Nia Jax. Uh, you know, she was released by WWE on November 5th of 2021, returned to this year's Women's Royal Rumble as number 30, but did not make a full-time return. And Which, it's, uh, she,
1: that was the story, because I remember she was in the ring like, that's right, I'm back, baby. I'm yeah, like, yeah.
0: and I'm thinking, I'm expecting we're going to see her. The whole time, That when and she then, did that, I go, "She, she's getting heat right now. She knows how yeah, much she's hated. True. She's eating this up right now. I like, mean, like, if anything,
1: like, you would have thought they would have put her uh, in the men's again. Yeah, <laughs> just real talk, to, yeah, yeah, real. <laughs> that's still uh, one of those moments, but... Yeah, I heard about this because I know her and uh, Nyla actually took a picture recently together. Finally. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. comment
0: on that. So she was doing a virtual signing for K&S recently and mm. said... Uh, quote I actually would join AEW I keep getting asked that question and I usually say no but I actually would I'm really good friends with Soraya and I love what she's doing there and I recently met Nyla Rose it would be kind of cool and it would, I think it would add something different and of course as soon as that happened people started speculating she could be the final piece of the outcast and that would be the right kind of heat and it's like they they're don't getting even, enough heat yeah
1: they don't because <laughs> then you, the you bring her in and then it's like okay who beats Nia Jade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like because Jade don't give two shits yeah, yeah. about what's going on no, over there. Nah, no, not at that and point. It's like Taya's with Jade, so it's like and there's I'm be honest, else on the on the I
0: often fantasy book Taya and Jade, but yeah. I feel like they're kind of burying Jade going this way. Really, I feel like you got you gave her all this title reign. And then to have someone come in that's much more decorated and uses your has used your move yeah, much true. longer, and it's not even her move. To, if we're being you know we keeping it a bean as you can. yeah, yeah. It's like so. I just feel like it, it's. I feel like the other people <laughs> that's, that could have beat Phoenix could have came in, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you know, oh man, we're gonna have Roman. Roman's just man. Oh, you know what would be coolly Roman if you face Goldberg, Spear versus you know, and then you're like, oh well. And then if you actually have Goldberg win, it's like. Well, that That's, was that well, was a fucking well, I, I mean, waste. Look, you
1: know, I, I, my, my thing is, I, it's hard for me to to navigate th- that type of situation mm-hmm. because I'm still under the impression that they they dropped the ball with
0: uh, Athena. Like she should have been the like uh, I, I mean she's ROH Women's Champ, but I hear you. Like I mean, like she apparently she's been, doing a hell of a job in ROH, yeah, but I, I, I haven't been, been watching any of the tape. Yeah,
1: yeah, I've been hearing, I mean, I gotta get on. on but on I club did hear something
0: very. Did you hear that Wheeler had a defense that was really good and then called out Shibata? I did hear about that. I was surprised by that. I was like, "Bro, sat and folded." We get it.
1: You have balls. (laughs) You don't need to do this. It's like because after that, he's like, even though I'm only breathing with one lung right now, I just want to call out,
0: "Yeah, (laughs) murder, Grandpa." Where are you at? No, not Murder Grandpa, Shibata. No, no, no. I'm saying after that, he's just going to go on this the suicide oh, mission see. of yeah. like the greatest. He's volunteering and, to go through the wood chipper. Yeah, professor. exactly. Like, gotcha. Lance Archer, where are
1: you at, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I think you still work here. Big ball. Big
0: old <laughs> <Blackpool> balls. Just <laughs> hanging. swinging, bro. Like, I've been defending this thing. Man, they, they, <laughs> That's they, funny.
1: They, they, he, they got him in a dangerous mind state. I, don't, I ain't going to lie. Well, I
0: did bring up Bill Goldberg, and I just wanted to comment because. Man, yeah, like Tony Khan was asked about this, you know, because he's a. Oh, free... he actually go. Going... Okay, because yeah, I was about to he's say a free agent me- now. The,
1: the Spice Adams memes where you're you know, hiding behind the tree, rubbing. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been seeing those everywhere. Oh, uh, of course, yeah. yeah.
0: But uh yeah, he was uh, a guest on the Bet Las Vegas and Sporting Tribune apparently, Uh and uh he. You What's know, the had... website on that? I have dude. no idea. Jesus. But said, hey, you know, he goes, I have a lot of respect for Bill. I think Bill Goldberg's a great professional athlete and has had a great career in pro wrestling, and is a very nice person. He actually has a lot of ties. Around the Jacksonville community, he's a household name in pro wrestling, and certainly that's interesting to hear that he is a free agent. It's something to follow, and he's one of the biggest names in wrestling, and certainly will be something else to keep an was, eye on
1: for us. Yeah, was one of the biggest. Yeah, names yeah.
0: In I think wrestling. it's just the allure of, uh, you know, they want to. Last time I was on TBS, last time I was on TNT. You know what I mean? They just, and I just feel like no, it's not worth the pop. Well, you know what I mean? like
1: yeah, because he always hits one of those. Well. Guess who's back on TV? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it's, always, it's like, dude, stop talking. Do the backflip. Hit the kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah seriously. <laughs> don't do nothing. No, no kicks. Don't, no kicks. Don't, no don't kicks. Hit those kicks. No, yeah. no.
0: no uh, should be noted, though, that uh, head of talent relations Christopher Daniels recently told Re- uh, Wrestling Inc. that Tony Khan had recently met with Conan to repair the, quote, Miscommunications or misunderstandings of last year.
1: I figured it had to be something with, oh, yeah. with uh, Vakingo coming in.
0: Well, yeah, I'm thinking. Well, the thing is that, that match is supposed to happen a while no, ago in AAA, but, right? But yeah. him
1: coming in as their champion too. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, like, I didn't know if those matches were still going to be going on. Like the yeah. Well, I mean, because you know,
0: there's a, a very big belief that AAA screwed over AEW when they yeah. had them drop the the tax straps with FTR only to vacate him the next. I don't day think and... it was
1: intentional. But when he found out that was a byproduct, he's like, huh. Well, that sucks. And then, it, but but
0: hand-in-hand <laughs> hand with the announcement of, oh, and he's going, the guy who beat him is going to yeah. the competitor. It's like, I totally feel why they feel slighted. You know what I'm saying? By so the,
1: You think, uh, <laughs> yo, if, if Goldberg actually gets onto the roster, imagine the first people he meets when he gets in the locker room is fucking FTR. They're like, what's up? So, uh, <laughs> Got this bottle of tequila. I think we need to have a serious talk. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think uh, I think we got some business. <laughs> I think, I think you uh, I
1: think you fucked up the tuxedos twenty years ago, my friend. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't see your
0: son here with you. Man, <laughs> you know, shout
1: out to Mac Low because ever since uh, there was a segment that he had his son with when he was brooding with Bobby. Yeah, and it's just so hilarious because Mac Low used to say like, "Bro, like his son needs to get taken out immediately," <laughs> because he said there was that segment where like uh he attacks Goldberg and then he gets you know Bobby he gets I think his son in the Hurt Lock and then he just drops him and they leave and then you see Goldberg like trying to like son and then the whole time his son is smiling just killing the entire scene ah. and so to this day anytime you bring up his son I just think about Mac Lowe going in on his school. <laughs>
0: that's so funny Well, you brought up uh, FTR I got that's my last story here for news and we'll get into uh review yeah yeah Dax Harwood continues to tease leaving the company as well as Punk's return. There's more on that. Uh, despite PW Insider reporting, the backstage believed that FTR had signed long-term deals, which we also reported on uh, last week. And uh, any teases of leaving the company were said to be storyline. Har- uh, D- Harwood. Dax Harwood has since responded via his FTR podcast saying zero has changed. Uh, he also reiterated that they recently made their returns because they had healed from injuries and have maintained that he and Cash are still contracted to the end of April and has tweeted yeah. out just got off the phone with cash we've decided that we're going to what we're going to do come april nothing is official yet so legally can't speak on it but in the next couple of weeks we'll let all our fans know we owe it to y'all for the opportunities we have in front of us we love y'all so
1: hopefully the you know again you know my, shout out to McFly maybe that that uh respasado gets a little bit uh it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. flowing and then Dax oops well we're, uh, we're leaving yeah at, at the one man show or well, the 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 FTR show yeah he yeah no I was just yeah the the, 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 live, yeah. Um, the he, he, uh, he he was saying that on his podcast lately like they've been telling Tony that yo even though we're our deals are up in April. We want to come back and work the rest of our deals. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those are the type of guys they are. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, 100%. So, so, yeah, I'm not surprised that they came back and were able to figure something out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and, I, yeah. and I know
0: there was some sort of exchange last night on Dynamite. I didn't get a chance to yeah. see it, but I, I, I think I read there, about it. But um, yeah. I, Dax also mentioned some caveats that would need to be met for them to stay in AW. saying, quote, and I don't know, this, this might have been in character, but he says, if we stick around in AW after the thing with the guns is over with, we have to be presented as main event level guys. We have to be presented as, no pun intended, top guys. Because if we don't, the same thing that happened last year is going to happen this year. You look back to June or July, we were, and I'm saying this humbly, outside of Punk and AEW and maybe Brian and, and Moxley as well, probably the hottest baby faces in the company at the time. There were no angles for us, no storylines. We ended up having like between six and seven tag team matches on TV all year, which I totally get. Uh, and But continuing to stir the pot... He would then also promote the next week's episode. Was the topic of discussion being their former boss Triple H, and of course, in the tweet is a four-panel of like every photo they championship photo they've taken with Triple H pointing at them, mm. which of course just got the IWC running with it because it's like you know why are they showing so much love? Because he's also said that you know he they said are on the they show are H guys, they, yeah. But he said he never felt they were Triple H. Yeah, guys.
1: no, no. I think in NXT they felt a little bit more connection, but when they, from based on what uh, I'm hearing when they go, as soon as they hit the main roster, it was di- like the relationship was different, which I, I I imagine it's like that with a lot of guys that came from NXT. They're, they went from being micromanaged,
0: mm-hmm. kind
1: of babysat and overseen to like, now I got to answer to a bunch of different people that are in between Triple H and now I can't get straight to him access-wise to get my point across. Now I got to, Maneuver, you know, on the yeah. main roster and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. And, and as far as a Punk thing, uh, you know, Dax Harwood recently got an interview by Fightful Select. And uh, he was talking about recent combos he's been having with Punk. And also talked about Punk was recently reading Steve Kern's book, uh, The Kern Chronicles. And it's made a Miss Wrestling and ironically, uh, there was a podcast on Instagram that had you know made a post about the book, and Punk made it a point to comment on it, and he said, you know, uh, great story about current or Gator and Coco fighting in the locker room, and then Lawler dragging them in his office the next day, and they squash it. Fascinating, you know, which hmm. I thought was, and then to further his teasing, he posted a photo. Uh, I don't know who drew this, but it's the thing. And the Hulk standing next to each other with Jim Cornette drawn in the middle, and he and it has a thought bubble or speech bubble that says, It's clobbering time, motherfuckers. <laughs> and of course, he tagged Dax over thing and he taxed or and, and the whole uh Cash over the Hulk. So he's saying he's
1: the Jim Cornette and that and Dax and Cash, I, are, are I the guess, thing. in a sense. Yeah, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, What is Tony supposed to And I was like, Oh, no, no, if he's the one saying clobbering time, because I'm thinking, I'm like okay, he's either the thing or, or the Hulk. I'm like, who's the other guy that he fought with and now is making up with They're teaming up with? But I'm
0: like, oh, no, no. He's saying that he wants to manage these fools low-key. Ex- or at least that they're a unit, you know? Mm. So, And the last thing I'll say is this is uh, Dax made a, you know, a recent plea. Again, you know, he's been on record trying to get everybody involved with the all-out brawl out, yeah. as it's been called, like to kind of get on the same page. And he said, I can tell you what I hope because I don't know. Everyone knows about the legalities of the situation, and no one is really expressing what is going to happen, what has happened, and what won't happen. I can tell you all I can be truthful about. I can only tell you what I know and what I perceive to know. I hope that he comes back, and I feel that AEW should have the Young Bucks in their locker room. AEW should have Kenny Omega in the locker room. I know that I feel AEW should have CM Punk in the locker room as well. With those four entities, it makes our talent roster so much deeper and better. It's four guys who want to be the best, regardless of what any of us think personally. I know that we all want to be the best, and I know we all want the best for the professional wrestling business, it's given us a life that we could never have otherwise. This, this is my plea to all four guys. Please find a way to make it work. If we can make it work, we can set up the future of professional wrestling for a long time, and we can change the course of pro wrestling for a very long time. When you think about it unselfishly, we're doing this for twenty to thirty years down the road, so guys and girls can make a living. I was gonna say, like, it's interesting because it doesn't—it's not telling you
1: which way they're going pertaining to their futures, but. You have to think, like, okay, they may be leaning towards AEW mm-hmm. if they're trying to have this call to action for, quote-unquote, the betterment of the future of the company. It's like, why would they want these guys to come together if they're not even going to be there to see that improvement? But, in the, but then again, you're like, no, because speaking to the kind of guys that those guys are, bigger picture, they're like, it's just better for everybody. It's
0: very uns- yeah, they're, yeah, they're more concerned about Like you said, the 20, 30 biggest, years that like you just yeah, said. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 you know. yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. And not um, even saying AEW specifically, no, just, talking just pro the, wrestling as the yeah, whole. Yeah, just
1: the landscape of it all, because you know, regardless of who, what fan you are in the situation, uh, who you're a fan of in the situation, it was just, it was ultimately a ugly black eye yeah. for the industry. Same thing with like, I mean, people could say the same thing about the uh, like the Chris Rock Will Smith stuff, even though I think you know there's a kind of a majority vote on <laughs> who was wrong in that, but it's like. People are always going to argue who they felt was right in the situation, right? But at the same time, overall, it was a black eye in the industry, yeah, for everybody. You know what I mean? Or well, I guess for those involved, you know, depending on how you like the issues identified. But yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it can't happen, um, but it is admirable that they're trying to, you know, be try the mediators. To, of yeah, in that trying to situation. Yeah. yeah come together to f- figure out some sort of solution. I mean, it says more about them than it does that Tony's not fucking. Publicly saying that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so definitely, definitely. Maybe he can't. I don't know.
0: Maybe I'm giving him a hard time. But... Yeah, I mean, yeah, he did talk about the legalities, but we'll see. We'll you know? see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, that's all I got on news. They certain... got Mark Sterling on payroll. They they can come yeah, up I know with some how sort he of. He just happened to just yeah. Trust hey, me, what's I up, talk, Jade?
1: I talk about the, Hey, hey, what's up? What's going on? And the, and then the other thing I was worried about that too is they had a segment about that on mm. the show, and I'll, I'll get in that. But they as their segments over. Renee starts talking about Stuckley Hathaway because he has that match yeah, with yeah. with the uh, uh-huh. hook, and they just started laughing and clowning. I'm like, you swear like he wasn't just managing you like months ago.
0: That's so yeah, but he, he and that's what I thought was weird was as soon as he did the firm stuff, it, it was just they got like, a new
1: song and it's pretty dope by the way. By firm,
0: yeah. Well, I don't know. It sounds like a a Not sur- in fact, it
1: could be an Az Nas song. I'm not even. I'm not. Oh. Could, I mean, it sounded like some old school '90s okay, hip hop. Yeah, 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 it was pretty sure. cool.
0: But, um, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, Review time? Yeah, yeah. Review time, baby. That was uh, the news uh, portion. Now we're going to get into NXT this week. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go right into it, if you don't mind, sir. Uh, i'm not gonna get in your way (laughs) (laughs) i hear you well we're gonna start i didn't catch any of it this week usually i'll I'll tune in just to see what's up but yeah i didn't i didn't catch anything this week i got you man well we'll uh kick it off with the first segment of the night which is uh yeah boy yeah boy yeah pretty deadly uh they show up and uh you know i got some ups for this uh them coming to the ring. Our first task is the hosts of re- of A Stand and Deliver. We're going to remove all of the last week's footage from the library so no one could ever see us get beat by Gallus or see <laughs> us get put through tables ever again. Pretty what do good. you mean? I have no idea. Pretty I didn't good. even see that happen type of thing, you know? Uh, another up would be Trick and Mello interrupting and then telling them, uh, you know, we had to order both of you guys some table service last week since you didn't want to play your role. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Like, okay, oh. okay, trick. Okay,
1: and now uh, he's been getting a little bit better. I mean, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, and I got more on that. Yeah, he, he, uh,
0: he's farther. He's far from the the old days of him. Definitely. And here's one of my favorite parts of the segment King? too: is uh, you know, Mello gets on the mic and he goes, "You know, I got the biggest match of my career coming up, and you guys want to play games and have my name in your mouth." And then Elton goes, "Well, technically speaking, Kip's the one that said your name." He goes, "No, no, no." He goes, "No, nah, don't, don't try that. Don't try that cute stuff with me." And then then Kip goes, "Hey, we were born cute. We don't have to try." <laughs> <laughs> And then and then Trick goes, Well, why don't you try minding your business with grown folk talking? Yeah. He did. It was just great. It was just a good exchange with everybody in there, you know what I mean? Uh, and basically Trick um they he lays down the gauntlet for a tag match, which we saw coming from, you know, strange bedfellows. Can they w- will they coexist? But he he makes it seem like he's gonna be the partner, and Melo's like, Yeah, and he starts to point at Trick and then he goes, braun breaker and he was like wait what like what are you doing Yeah, i was thinking it would be
1: a natural yeah just yeah. to get, get scoop him up scoop him uh, up a momentum win before right? the the exactly match, and right? there's
0: but, a skirmish braun comes down makes the save um you know and it, he kind of pulls Helps Mello to his feet and says, hey, I'm not going to let anything happen to you till stand. You know, the whole I want He's you to have a vest. He yeah. pulls his hand away. I don't want, you know, type of thing. Don't and touch me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> him. Right? And then <laughs> yeah, what yeah. I liked is uh, later, you know, right after you see him, uh, Mello and Trick walk into the back. And, you know, Mello's kind of like, yo, what were you doing out there? That wasn't, you know, that's not what we do. And Trick I like this up for me. He's like convincing him, bro, I just gave you a cheat code, man. I gave you the front row seat. See how he moves in the ring, his stamina, his speed, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm trying to give you the game you need. You know, he's like, you better bring a notebook, your type of thing. Like, you know, uh, standing delivers next week. And say, like, okay, I see you. And he goes, thank you, Trick. You're welcome, Melo. And I was like, oh, he hit the Steven from Django. That's a big up for no, me. <laughs> no, like, yeah,
1: he'd be hitting a lot of those obscure references if you know, if you know type thing. Definitely. It's like, if you don't know, it just sounds naturally entertaining. And yeah. it, it hits. So you're like, yeah, because it was in the movie.
0: Exactly. <laughs> the only down I have is when Braun does make the save, he goes to press slam Elton onto Kip or Kip onto Elton at ringside. And you know, it's supposed to be, a, you know, I press slam you. You basically do the crossbody. Kit. Body. kit. Also, I was like, oh, I sorry. thought it was Kip. My it's bad. Yeah, Kit. K well, so I T. Like, oh, okay. Like, so, yeah. and, but you know what I'm talking about, right? The press slam yeah. to the and he does not land on his partner. He basically just tumbles on the floor. Like, and I, oh. you know what I mean. I every if it's an unsafe spot, yeah, it's, and that's it's an us down on, for yeah, me. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So, because you're giving your body to these dudes. So, how you think I
1: felt? I, I was waiting for the <laughs> the main event for AEW. I'm like, all right, Vakingo, don't
0: feel you, bro. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the, the, the last clip that's gone very, very viral is that, you know, that and I saw him already do it, is the... 6 30 and the 6 30 to the is, outside and,
1: like, I, and i have a note in there where i'm like yeah and then he young characteristically goes and grabs a table and, and as soon as you see where he sets it up you're like oh okay that's for that spot
0: for sure hundreds yeah, it's been
1: making its rounds for months yeah like, you know, it's so. almost like
0: they were prepping everybody for that for that spot yeah and, pretty
1: much They were like hey tiktok uh is on tv now like yeah
0: you know what i mean it was 100 but yeah uh oh yeah so moving on we have a qualifying match, as we talked about earlier. Roxanne Perez has a situation where there's going to be yeah. a ladder match. So it's Tiffany Stratton. So she, she takes may on. or
1: may not even be in the match. It doesn't right? seem... Yeah.
0: It, there's no real timetable... That's- but uh, Tiffany does defeat indie wrestling or indie Hartwell with the uh, the rolling firemen and Del- or it's a triple jump moonsault combo. Does now. she call herself indie wrestling by the way? No, but she there was but, but there was a fan chant immediately. For oh, that's wrestling. cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Okay. that was up for me. I'm gonna say nonstop action by both ladies. It gives the match a high stakes feel. Nice fundamental snap suplex by Stratton that shows, in my opinion, that her potential in the ring is far more than cosmetic. So I could appreciate. Yeah, things she's, like she's that. been getting
1: it in. yeah, yeah. and it, it's. I will, like you said, it's hard to get over the daddy's little girl thing. Yeah, but she does it so well. But you're like, oh, she would, she actually go yeah, the ring. Yeah, because at one point,
0: right before the, you know, she hits, uh, she does uh, one of the spots is, you know, the whole someone's on the apron, you sweep their leg, they yeah. fall back first on the apron. She does that to Indy and then goes to the camp, you know, to the fans. This is my world, and all you are just living in it. And I'm just like, <laughs> see, she knows her character, yeah, but it's also yeah, like yeah. very typecast type of. I'm uh, not gonna
1: lie to you though, mm-hmm. I think Indy would be faring way, way better. Mm-hmm. If she was tagging with uh, Candace on the main roster,
0: I wouldn't be mad at that. I, I mean, it feels can like do she his got own thing. You yeah, know, Theory can't be the dumb
1: guy no more. You know no, what I mean? no, no, no. Yeah, but I feel like, and
0: her... he's kind of already spread his wings. Yeah, yeah. Sense. You know, yeah. but
1: it's like to see what she's doing now. You're like, yo, like, mm-hmm. I feel you. But she's just stuck putting over these new girls. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah
0: definitely um notable spots i will say uh a basement cave-in stomp by stratton mm-hmm. um so you know she's sitting up and she's running yeah. and like literally on the shoulders the whole Sheesh. night yeah it was dope um we get a nice back suplex by indy rebound power slam by stratton because it's like indy's way taller like, like
1: anderson style like yeah Arn- Ooh, yeah yeah i never so, seen a girl do that yeah spine
0: buster by lady indy woman, as well woman I haven't yeah. seen a woman do that. And speaking <laughs> of that, Stratton missed a springboard swanton. Second time I seen her go for it, but second time I seen her miss it. Mm. Uh but uh yeah, the way it ends is she yanks uh Indy's leg off Yes, you know, she tries to climb the rope, same spot, and in the corner picks her up, rolling firemen's and hits that beautiful moonsault. Uh post-match, something I will say is Indy Hartwell had a backstage blow-up that was on NXT Anonymous, where she's just throwing stuff, she's mad at the loss, and then Zoe Stark just happens to be back there. And Indy goes, what are you looking at? She goes, not the next NXT Women's Champion, that's for sure. And the whole crowd was like, oh,
1: yeah. So, And, and with her delivery, you're like, yeah, she she got her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. She got her.
0: And the, So the only down I will say with this match is, you know, they're talking about the ladder match, and Booker is referencing a matchmaking or career-making ladder match in Razor Ramon's regard and is, for some reason, is strongly – like insisting it was one, two, three, kid, and like Vic is like, No, I think you're talking about HBK. He goes, No, it was a match, and it was like, I searched. There's not a ladder match between no,
1: those two. They're the only match that they had was the one for the money, right? Yeah, and, and, and so and, and that, that could have been a ladder match with the money hanging up top, yeah, but I think that was like a 10,000. That's the one where he freaking. Botch that dive, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so. so yeah. Uh, next up for me. Man, ain't ever, has he been in a ladder match? No, he, he actually. Every time a ladder match is brought up, Vic says, "I like, that's the match you hate the most or you're most afraid of." You know, I don't think he's <laughs> ever done one. So, uh, we have a pre-tape with Tell Gallus. Me you didn't just say uh, that. With Gallus at the bar, they're doing their thing. Oh yeah. Th- this is a up for me because they get approached by the Creed brothers. They play some pool. They get beat in pool. They said, well, pool's not really our game. Let's throw some darts. They beat them in darts. And so now they're like, we need a tiebreaker. Oh, let's do it. It's stand and deliver. Mm. All right, sounds good. Seems all respectful. Everything's cool. They walk out. Guess who's waiting in the parking lot? D'Angelo fan. <laughs> and they're like, you know, hey, uh, how about the next round on me and the underboss? You've got some mm. business to talk. So now they got to go back in there. Later on, it shows they all got drunk, you know, and, and doing whatever they did, uh, they're like, man, this place lo- looks like a mess, and and Tony's hat is on Julius's head, and Julius goes, don't you don't you know a cleaning uh, a cleaning company? Yeah, and he takes his hat and he puts it on. and He goes, yeah, but that that not the kind you're thinking of, you know. And I'm <laughs> totally like, up, man, that's up. But this turned into a three way made for a stand and delivery. It's, so that's it's, that's it's why it's up. For it's me. just
1: funny because it started off as this over. Uh, it's like a, almost a caricature mm-hmm. more than a character yes and yes. he's 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 managed to pluck the over overdoing it to just the Even last week like little, i told you oh yeah. whoa,
0: whoa no no we're talking like a Chrome bar to the to the kneecap. Well, like, well, you're
1: trying to because because d- it, now he's like, all right, you guys are watching too many movies, which I do like that. Yeah, I do like very that, much. Because now he's in control of that low key. So whoever thought of that, that was a genius
0: move for sure. Definitely. Uh, this next part has some moving parts, but Wesley is an in-ring seg. I talked about last week. He gets to choose four opponents to defend his North American title against. That stand and deliver. Uh, he comes out. He addresses why he has his open challenges. Uh, and then he addresses getting to choose his opponents when Dragon Lee answers. Uh, they exchange, com- you know, complimentary remarks, and he gives him a spot. And then JD comes out because he's set for his matching. It's Ilya. and he goes, "Oh, how nice! The uh, you got Dragon Lee and Wesley. So the Lee's putting each other over." <laughs> and I was like, "That's a up." <laughs> you know I, mean? uh, I, I
1: like that because he's, he's just like. Hey, WWE, your name your name Yeah, your <laughs> your name machine is trash. Yeah,
0: yeah, your your name depth is, is horrible. Uh he gives Dragon Lee a pass this week for being new, but then and, and then encourages him to get a front row seat of what he does with Ilya and then turns to the West and he's like, What's your excuse? He's new. Type of thing, and Mm -hmm. he was like, "If I had, you know, if I got a crack at that title, not only would you not have it on your shoulder, you wouldn't even be standing." I thought he was going to say you wouldn't have a shoulder, which is more like
1: your shoulder would be out of a socket or something, right? Yeah.
0: But uh, so then, you know, uh, this turns into a uh, no contest. It was a great match. Don't get me wrong, but it just what happens is, you know, he he basically they have some sort of slap fest on the floor. Ilya and JD, and then, of course, for some reason, one of them swings the other into Dragon Lee, who's sitting at ringside. And then Dragon Lee obviously gets involved. I've been struck. Yeah, 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 and Ilya, to his point... Tries to go for a chop and JD ducks and then he chops Dragon Lee so they both kind of strike him on accident. Dra- I'm surprised you he know. didn't
1: do a Dragon off Dragon Lee. <laughs> yeah, that I was I was very surprised
0: too. by that as well. Very surprised by that. Um, yeah, you cause, know, because it's
1: supposed to be a Fatal Five raid, right? That's what that. He- yeah. So were they fighting to get into the match? No,
0: this, was just, just a, this a, okay. is just this is just because and this is what I'll say. It the ups for the match is very aggressive from the very beginning, intense mm-hmm. back and forth, meaningful offense. Yeah, right. Um,
1: it says this was the kind of hard hitting war that could have made Seamus, Drew McIntyre, and Gunther proud. Is what it says. <laughs> it says. Yeah, I mean, that's what I just read right now. I
0: mean, it was some really good stuff. I mean, yeah. there was there's this one move I've never seen where it was like a like a deadlift waistlock that Ilya did, where he had him like from the side and he just picks him up and just slams him down like stiff. And I'm like, what was that? Ooh, was like that like a spinebuster? R- was that Whoa. like what was that? Like it just it, it you know it just the the action was like very you know I mean just great. But, you know but the thing is again there's a slap fest, Dragon Lee gets involved, it becomes a DQ finish. That's a down for me. Uh because it was a great match until that happened.
1: Who, who does he who does he hit? Does he hit both of them?
0: He yeah, so they have a slap
1: fest and then ask. they
0: tie up and then they're trying to swing the other into the barricade and he's sitting nearby so when JD tr- swings uh Ilya, he clips him. Mm. And then they get in each other's faces, and then and then, him, yeah, and then he goes for a choppy ducks, and so it's like a, you no, know, you know, it's technically, technically JD won because he got hit first. That, that's what Dragon I was League. wanting to
1: ask. I'm like, how is there No, is there no contest? Because he did like a double crossbody, or because usually, regardless if one has an affiliation with the guy or not, mm. as soon as somebody drops their opponent, they get to DQ'd. So I, I that, yeah, that was the only thing I was wondering about. Yeah,
0: and then after this, we don't see Wes at all at ringside. But he just all, out of nowhere while Jack and Lee's brawling with both of them. Just flies out of nowhere. Just Tope huh? sent yeah. off the top rope. That's what they be having and, him, and, and lays out everybody. And then the refs spill out. And I just felt like after last week's confrontation, I'd just rather have had a, you know, between Ilya and JD and how intense it got. And they're brawling, having the Peter Griffin chicken fight. Yeah. I just wanted a definitive winner. And I felt like this was just a cheap way to get them into the match where you could yeah, 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 I was
1: going to say it would be different if they were going to have the big blow off finally at Santa Deliver, but they're not. They're not having the singles are yeah. going to be it, in the match. It felt like yeah. they took
0: this match and then they and I expected a separate seg mm. where Wes would choose them, but it felt like a combination of both, which I didn't think was a good idea. Um, and just to cap this off. Later on, he's doing a backstage sex, so he does add them. He, you know, he already got Dragon Lee. He's talking about, I have one more spot left. Axiom walks in the frame. He's been chasing this shot. He says, "Hey man, I can't just give it to you. I'm gonna have a battle royal for it next week." And he's like, "That's all I want is an the opportunity." Then he walks away. Doesn't even mention being, uh, you know, intercepted by scripts last week or targeted by scripts. There's no follow-up. I Not think, that I, I care, think it's, I think but it's better. Yeah. If, like the, yeah, if we
1: can get pretty deadly back on the phone and tell him to take out another mm-hmm. <laughs> scene from last week's <laughs> episode, that'd be yeah. great too. Definitely. definitely. Um, so wait, because I noticed if there's five, so Dragon Lee's in it, he's, he's already it's in the match? It's five total, okay. not, not,
0: not a six, it's a no, five. No, 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 yeah, I yeah, know, but
1: yeah. I only counted, I was like Wes, uh, Ilya, Dragon, uh, uh, JD, JD. and then possibly Axiom. So I was like, well, who who would be the other guy? And that's why I was like, okay, I didn't know if he automatically just off the rip, because he had not had a
0: match yet, right? Not on TV, no. Remember, he he went against... (laughs) um, I'm axiom, I'm like, so the the masks get different? I was like, this guy just gets it,
1: I got to earn it. I've been here.
0: And then to add to that, Wesley's on, there's a backstage seg where he's on his way to the parking lot, and he gets approached by Jinder Mahal... Jack and Dabakato, who basically all they claimed to saying, "I'll see you at S- Stand Deliver, which is their way of I'm entering the Battle Royal and I'm looking past it already. Oh, okay, thing, you know? okay. I was, like, and that is, is what this so match random. is missing as a big guy, you know. Yeah, so, true. and I will say I was, I wasn't mad at Dabakato because I, I was like, "Oh, here comes Van Wagner." I'd score it was Van Wagner. Bro. All you see is chest, and then he goes up. I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'll deal with this."
1: I, I wouldn't be. I, it's funny because like, yeah, when he does, you're like, "Yep, that's uh,
0: Von Wagner." Uh. <laughs> I the usual Von Wagner behavior. Yep, definitely. Uh just five more items here, man. Uh we get an in-ring seg. Uh Javi the body. I was wondering about it. Comes out to Johnny Gargano's music. Oh, no. Has a hoodie on. so people think it's him. He's kind of trolling everyone. He claims Gargano took his opportunity to compete at Stand and Deliver. He compares Gargano's <laughs> Triple Crown NXT tenure oh, to his own man. seven months of busting his ass and claims he's the heart and soul of NXT. And, of course, Johnny enters, takes him to the woodshed all over the damn ring, you know, or ringside, dumps him over a barricade, grabs a mic. Uh, is pissed off, you know, because of the deal with Waller of course, last week. Yeah, yeah. Raises the stakes by uh making their scheduled match yeah, a, what? an unsanctioned <laughs> match and invites yeah. Grayson to come sign the contract in the ring. Waller appears on the tron to stir up Gargano like only he could. He's like, oh you're like a caged animal there, Johnny. You know, and I'm just like, man, this guy knows what he's doing. Uh but he only opts to come sign the contract next week if Vic Joseph Get issues it to him personally and Johnny has to be banned from the building which we all see what's gonna happen he's gonna beat the shit out of Vic Joseph yeah I mean I figure you know? I mean
1: cause they, they make it a point to like say that they have like a, a storied friendship yeah exactly you know I mean? so, <laughs> but yeah. it was
0: funny cause Booker's like I don't know how you found yourself in this position dog course, but you need to mind your business of course and it was just like
1: okay uh, and this is the guy that, that does that he's done two different contract segments himself exactly <laughs> you know what I mean but so. Gargano
0: uh, agrees to the terms and then hands the contract to Vic and then super kicks Javi You know, to Mm. continue the, I I think, the HBK thread of it all. Uh, This takes me to the next down. And uh, we brought up uh, Dragon Lee and him having a match. He went against this guy who I talked about last week. I don't know anything about him. It was just reported as Eddie Thorpe. That's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Carl Fredericks. Really? I want to say so. Oh, okay, because, really. Because I didn't see his face, but his vignette, I would say, is the down. Yeah, he's Eddie Thorpe. I just checked right now. It just... Gave off, and I'm not mad at the background, it just was giving off Native American background vibes, which is, and then, is weird
1: for a name like Eddie Thorpe, yeah. Right? And yeah. then,
0: but then you would see it kind of have the accents of like a rave DJ, and that's when it was like, okay, so Yo, Joaquin Wild's not Native American, but he was doing the DJ thing. But it kind of feels akin to it, not exactly it, but it's hard I'm, not. I'm, to I'm think not a about. fan
1: because they already got the girl doing the streaming stuff, yeah, and stuff. So Stevie, it's like, yeah, not, like why is everybody again? They're going back to the hey, we all need uh shoot jobs while we're wrestling.
0: <sighs> You're right. I'm a plumber.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm a. I'm a. I don't I'm know. a son of a plumber, baby. I'm a son of a son of a son of a. <laughs> like I don't, you know, it's just it's like soon we're gonna have an influencer. Which oh no, we already do. We have the super diva, right? Like that's oh
0: yeah, I forgot. And I'm I, you know what's funny is I've yet yeah, no, to, have you've to cover been him. Lucky, <laughs> yeah.
1: like I don't even know where that like, I sent you that 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 and, like, footage, honestly, but just, I don't even no, know where yeah, that footage came bro. from because I was like and you would have said this and
0: it floated, bro. After it that, did, yeah.
1: yeah. I was like, and in my head, I'm like, this is what you want to be known for, man. All right, man.
0: Uh, next item is another qualification match for the ladder match. Uh, Lyra Valkyria uh, or Lyra? I'm not. Too, they kept saying it back and forth. She beat Ivy Nile. Uh, she hit her with the spinning roundhouse oh, yeah, kick, she,
1: and she just got turned on right last week. Yeah, yeah, you
0: know. And I will say, I didn't put this in my notes, but she did get interviewed before going out there, and was like, you know, Tatum, like she's a little out there, but because of that, me and the Creeds, we. Just let her do her thing, but we always viewed her as part of Diamond Mine. Like, you know, it was kind of like we never, never, we never not said she, she, she was just
1: hard on, her, hard on her for the training, obviously. Yeah, That's how e- usually. exactly. And where
0: the fuck is Roddy Strong? <laughs>
1: I'm like, saying, bro. I just thought I'm about saying. that.
0: But uh, I will say the up would be it's fun mat work by both ladies to start off the match. And uh, we do see Tatum is shown watching the match intently backstage. But notable spots is uh, both ladies exchange bo- hard body kicks, which kind of leads to that double knockout spot that you mm. see sometimes. Uh, Guthridge, so, uh, super and a standing dragon sleeper by Ivy, but Lyra, uh, she oh, scales the, the back joint exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. but she scales the turnbuckles, backflips oh. over, uh, oh. yeah, to get out of it. So, but yeah, she wins with that spinning uh, roundhouse kick and not much else. But it was just a good match, you know. And I, I've been pretty outspoken about, you know, I think how Lyra's was uh, pretty good. So. How did Ivy look? Because I know Ivy, I thought looked pretty really good. Like I said, okay. the mat work was on point. Her yeah. her promo wasn't the best because she, I think she has a stone face to her. That's what yeah. it was. Is you got the stone face badass. Yeah. That kind of you got to figure out the it, better it, the it, best it, it's, delivery. It's almost like do, yeah. you, do you sympathize that's with true. her because it seems like she can care less. It's almost like if Shayna Baszler got turned on by somebody, you know, oh, and, and, okay. and maybe yeah. but maybe if Shayna wasn't a definitive heel, just like a oh that sucks, but I don't know if that's gonna hurt her in the long run. She's got all the potential in the world. Type it, of it thing. seems like she, she she could just add a name to her list of enemies and keep it pushing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 seriously. Yeah, and then uh, next item: Chase You versus Schism in a the great debate um and i like this a lot there was a guy named blake howard was the host uh, i went with duke and rip starting off debating about inclusion and uh but duke doesn't really seem to care he was like yeah inclusion and um we like to include people and uh get people to want to be what they want to be and, He's you like you know it was like one two three inclusion yeah literally sits <laughs> down and chase goes what the was that? <laughs> so, <you laughs> oh, this know, is a pre is not in front of people. This is no, this pre take Okay, pre-tame. okay, yeah, cool. yeah. So you know me. You know I'm like, yeah, that's a up. <laughs> and the next is Ava and Thea, and they debate about how safe does your you know your team make you feel type of thing. Mm. Ava goes on about it. Thea goes off like just goes on a tangent. Does kind of does a little you know Ace Ventura. And then just kind of builds up. It's not exactly a but that's the best reference but, I but can get. But the give. fact that
1: she hit something like that, yeah. And obviously they got to probably film it a few times, but for her to, you know, that, no, that's, it, was one, yeah, it was one. It was definitely yeah. one
0: take. And she's been impressing me on a week to week basis. Yeah. And then when she sits down, where the hell did that come from? I don't know. I blacked out. <laughs> you know, very, you know, to me, I was like, yeah, that's that's old school. That's mm-hmm. from old school. Like literally, drinks the water, blacks and out. You said Ava. A- you beat. said Ava did this. Yeah. No, Ava and Thea. Oh, so Tia's the one that, that that's is debating against Ava. And she's the one that like goes off. Oh, about, she's the one that goes yeah, okay, she's okay, okay, off. She's going off about, you know, I'm thinking she's, Ava. She, she's okay. right. She's making up for Hudson's lack of effort. Yeah, yeah. Kinda. I'm thinking it was the other way around because I was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gacy and Chase now are up and they debate about uh, you know, the preparation of their team members uh being prepped to leave the nest at some point, basically. Mm. And you know, Gacy basically cuts Andre off, who has the floor, and uh, he calls you know Duke a, a Marvel mouth doubter, and uh, calls uh, Thea a um, reprogrammed windup toy. And it's like they, Ooh. yeah, and it's just like you know they they're already they're not ready clearly to leave the nest, and uh, just as Andre seems beat. Because he goes, tally it up, you know, is what Gacy says. Tyler Bate stands up from the crowd. And he's been doing a lot of uh, meditations and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he's, you know, kind of apologizes for the late arrival and then joins Chase U and debates Jagger on uh, the team experience, basically. And Bate just flourishes, like just goes in like, but on an educated standpoint, like only an Englishman, like a, yeah, like just, a you know, or quantifications. What, yeah, or, or what's his <laughs> uh, what do they say big strong big strong, big strong bo- yeah. using big strong words. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And at one point he says, you know, uh, cause Jagger says we go by one rule, four roots, one, one tree. tree yeah. And he was like talking about, you know, the uh to be and chase you is The epitome of growth and constant evolution, you know. So it was like that versus this four roots, you know, dichotomy, and uh, basically they end up winning the the debate. And then Andre and Tyler uh, challenge Schism to an eight man tag at Stand and Deliver. Uh, They refuse because like we already beat you. They beat you in tag matches. I beat you one on one. We have nothing left the game. You were
1: having a match then. Yes. Oh shit. And then
0: Duke he raises the stakes and says, "If you win, you get control of the school." And Andre's like, "What the hell, you?" doing just randomly and then they agree you know so uh definitely interested. they got got something on they got something on duke bro that's what i'm thinking they keep trying
1: to i feel like they got something on him and he's over he's like forced to do this like you know what i mean like he's just like they got something on him or something i don't know like because the turn looks too obvious at this point it looked
0: obvious before yeah But now that he's doing, I don't know. They detoured and now they're flirting with it again. There's something. So we got match announcements. There's a last chance women's championship qualifying match, uh, which will be the three uh, ladies that lost their qualifying matches. It'll be Sol Ruka taking on Ivy Nile and uh, Ivy Hartwell. So that'll be next week. We have the 20-man Battle Royal, which, of course, uh, the winner will advance to the North American championship match at Stand and Deliver. Grayson Waller is uh, scheduled to respond to Johnny Gargano's unsanctioned match. And, of course, this is the card so far uh, as it pertains to stand and deliver. Hosted by Pretty Deadly uh, is going to be a 5 women ladder match so far. Zoe Stark, Gigi Dolan, Tiffany Stratton, and uh, Lyra Valkyria. And we'll see who the uh, fifth uh, entry will be. I was going to say, hurt right now. and She's yeah. got the shoulder thing Yeah, going but on. I have a feeling she's going to show up and screw Gigi. Because Gigi had a backstage uh, seg this week where she commented on her, but it's just like it has to be more impressive yeah, because she's exactly. not there, right? Exactly. And you're planting, yeah. you're planting seeds there. Uh, yeah. The again, the five way, the uh, also needs a fifth because member, which know, is
1: because you know they're going to circle back to an actual yeah, real yeah, match. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. And plus, it's staying in the liver, you know. So, but uh, yeah, no, uh, we got Dragon Lee, J.D. McDonough, and uh, Ilya Dragunov, and one last entrant yet to be determined uh, to face the reigning NXT North American Champion, Wes Lee. We have the eight-man we just talked about, or the eight-person tag team match, Chase U and Tyler Bate taking on Schism, with the control of the of Chase U uh, on the on the line. Uh, the three-way NXT Tag Team Championship match, the Creed Brothers taking on defending champs Gallus and the D'Angelo family. Uh, the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match, which is Fallon Henley and Kiana James taking on Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Grayson Waller taking on Johnny Gargano, potentially in an unsanctioned match. And, of course, Braun Breaker taking on Carmelo Hayes for the NXT Championship. Going to be a pretty stacked uh, card for standard Lever so far. Well. Where does Hank Walker fall in all this? He had a vignette. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah, was, but, I, but I, was joking, I didn't man. even bother putting it on my down because yeah, I'm like, I was, it didn't do anything. Didn't, but, yeah, I don't even. I was yeah. just joking. But it just takes me to my uh, main event. Uh, is Braun and Mello taking on Pretty Deadly. Notable spots. Pretty Deadly try to whip Mello into the steps, but Braun stands in the way and says, you're not going to wreck my matches. Stand and deliver. I promise you. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, okay. I guess we better rethink our offense. So I was like, oh, man. <laughs> dude just straight banged on two grown-ass men. <laughs> Which I thought was was really funny. Uh, Braun assists Mello in hitting that springboard sit-out lariat he does. So you know sometimes people will use someone's arm to scale the rope. Yeah, he did that, and then you see Braun like launch him as far as he can, and like although it's supposed to be a sit-out lariat, he basically kind of. Planches one of Pretty Deadly. That's how far he throws it, but it's oh, a pretty shit. cool spot. <laughs> um, and then, of course, he hits a, a Frankensteiner uh, at the same time because, you know, Breaker got to get the spots. Uh, we see, I talked about it last week, but I didn't really know how to describe it, but he pump kicks Kit. He falls down perpendicular to the ropes, and Elton is on the apron. He hits a release Northern Lights suplex to Elton, into the ring while he's Dude. straddled in the second rope. It's this weird thing he does. Sort of like, you know how Miz does that clothesline in the corner where he sits on the middle rope in between the top? It's like that. He's sitting like that. He, like, jumps off the bottom rope. Oh, I did see him. No, on no, no. It. You're talking about Melo, right? Yeah. And he then, just did
1: this on, um, he had a dark match. And he did. I'm like, oh, yo, okay. I ain't never seen him yeah. do that shit before. Yeah, so he yeah. does that,
0: and when he North and Suplexed him, he, lands he ends on up sent senton atomicing his, his partner.
1: Yeah, yeah. It I was like a two that. for one. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was pretty dope. Yeah, I literally just saw him do that. And I, I totally meant to send it to him. I'm like, yo, I'd like to ask you, have you ever seen him do this before? Or if it's something he's doing now? Yeah, I think it's was he
0: wasn't doing it before, for sure. Yeah. We get a Steiner line and a mid-rope bulldog by Braun. We get near malfunction in the corner or at the junction because Braun goes for a spear. It gets sidestep, mellow. Like It's like a, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. that was close. And yeah. then he pushes Braun out the way and hits a jumping code codebreaker uh, because one of the guys are running behind yeah, him. Yeah,
1: it's one of those old things like, oh, well, why you push? Oh, okay. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, I, and I will <laughs> yeah, say, yeah. this was actually
0: pretty cool by Pretty Deadly in terms of uh, tag team moves. Mm. So you throw him to the ropes. Both of you guys are like, I'm standing behind you waiting for the rebound. You leapfrog over Braun. So Braun's head is down. And he runs right into the IT, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I right. was like, "Yo, that is a smart move, bro." Because if you're already running into here, like, "Oh, I'll just take your momentum, sir." Thank exactly. <laughs> Braun hits a spear, then tags in Mello and does the "He's All Yours" kind of pantomime, and then Mello hits the nothing but net for the win. Afterwards, Mello grabs Braun's title, hands it to him, and then he never takes his eyes off it. it continuing the build, so. Yeah. But uh, I thought that was up. Uh, it was just a good match and a good way to build to next week without there being a total like. Breakdown, you know, they all seem to be on the same page. Like, we want to have the best match possible in NXT history, type of thing, you know. So, other than that, man, that was NXT, and right. uh, yeah, you know, I had my ups, had my downs, and uh, it wasn't tough, but uh, I am uh, anticipating how Stan and Deliver shakes up next week, man. For sure, man. Well, we're, you know, we're gonna take a quick break, um,
1: obviously talk about uh, Winter Circle Pro Wrestling as we usually do, yes, sir, and then get right back into
0: Dynamite. <laughs>
1: Hey, yo, what's going on, man? You already know what it is, man. Quincy Jones as well as Doc Lesnar letting you know that Winter Circle Pro Wrestling will be back April 21st, 2023. It's a Friday. Doors opening at 7pm. Bell time at 8 And we have announced quite a bit of the talent and quite a few of the matches. But stay tuned. Follow us on social media at Winter Circle PW on Twitter at Winter Circle Pro on Instagram as well as at Winter Circle PW on YouTube as well for any of our past matchups from It Was Written. I guarantee you right now we're going to put on one of the best shows you've ever seen of 2023. All you got to do is go and get your tickets right now hardtoearn.eventbrite.com hardtoearn.eventbrite.com welcome
0: to the quincy jones show home of the tag team champions of the i.e quincy jones and doc lesnar
1: yep yep we are back and let's get into it man um this was actually an uncharacteristic open for dynamite
0: Um, i didn't watch any of it i've only seen a few clips but it was main event stuff so oh wow okay and and i somebody pointed out that apparently there was some shot of kenny and don uh near the trucks the production trucks i don't know if maybe yeah and that people were like oh they they did a side-by-side with what the truck looks like because i guess there was a bunch of like tables and stuff stacked and people were were noting that yeah they blocked CM punk's face on the truck and i'm like I don't really think it's that petty, dog. Like that looks like that I mean, stuff's it, supposed to be. Is there. his face
1: even still on it? Yeah, I, because the, the someone showed with the oh, truck you can looks actually, like you could
0: tell that. it's- So you see Matt, CM Punk in the middle, and and Nick, and you see part of Nick, and then it's just a bunch of tables. But it covers Matt. They too. Ain't got enough time. So, their so to, day me, to me, it's, to yeah, that's what that I was shit, thinking. Man. I was like, but anyway, go ahead. Man. Which
1: is ironic because you don't even see Matt the whole episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, the reason I say it's uncharacteristic is usually we'll open up with like uh, either a promo or a match. Okay. This opened up with uh, footage from backstage where you just see Hangman talking to somebody on the cell phone. Uh, you see an ambulance driving off behind him. Uh, his commentary clues us in that before the match or the show went on the air, the Young Bucks were victims of a vicious attack. Uh, we see Nick Jackson rolling by, strapped in a gurney. Again, that's why, I mean, you don't even see oh, Matt. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, Nick uh, Jackson is rolling by, strapped in a gurney, being placed into the other ambulance that's there. Hangman's there looking concerned. Kenny Omega is there with Callis, you know, pacing wildly, clearly upset and worried about his friends. Okay. Uh, both men, though, not really showing too much interest, let alone any acknowledgement toward each other. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, uh, Hangman actually ended up going into the ambulance with Nick and drove off with them. So oh. it, like, Kenny and Callis are by themselves. Well, technically, well, yeah, Kenny's got
0: the match. Yeah, technically you,
1: they were yeah. by themselves because Knock was there, and then they sent Knock to go. to her. like, "Okay, you know," because later in the night, Kenny's like, "But I didn't, I didn't go with any of those guys. I'm worried about my friends." Like, yeah, well, we sent Knock. Mm. It's fine. Those guys will be good in a couple months, and that's right there. I was like, "Callous is up to something," and mm. I don't know why, but we'll get into that after the main event. Yeah. So okay. that's how the show started, literally, right? Just like that. Uh, from there, we went into the first match of the night. Um, I don't know if you saw this advertised, but it was Orange Cassidy teaming up with Darby Allin and Sting. Sting! Oh, he's back. I haven't
0: seen Sting in a long time. And
1: um, versus Kip Sabian, Butcher and the Blade. I guess this came together because like at one of the House Rules shows, Mm -hmm. uh, Darby and um, Orange teamed and then they won. They beat Butcher and Blade and then they showed like it's like those times where we'll go to like the Riverside shows in NXT, and they'll show like some video that they're not even going to show on TV. Yeah, yeah. But it was like for that night they they did a storyline thing. Yeah, yeah. They Somebody actually, cut a promo earlier in the yeah, day or it just, something. It yeah. just showed them getting jumped later in the locker room by the butcher and the blade. I'm like, okay, uh, okay. but Kip wasn't there, so why? Well, <laughs> I know
0: Kip's got history.
1: with Yeah, yeah. Orange no, no. But it, yeah, it was yeah. like, I'm like, why wouldn't they just run back the tag match yeah, except yeah. on TV as yeah, opposed yeah. to you know? But I get you. I, I don't care though, but. Really cool to see Sting back in action after so long. Orange Cassidy finally gave an answer to many of the fans on the IWC wondering all week if he was going to be joining in in the face paint, as he very simply just had a O on one cheek and a C on the other cheek <laughs> in black. Which I laughed at later because Trent uh, on Twitter. I-, I go to check something else on Twitter. You see Trent. Yeah, that was me that did the face paint. <laughs> it was like, oh, because he needed so much help. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, I-, I was I- it was just dumb. But uh, pretty fun match. Uh, for those uh, for the live crowd as well as those watching at home, who don't mind being sports entertained every now and then, you know Sting is a man, dude. He came out, uh, you know, he had his normal shirt on, long sleeves, but he had a bomber jacket on, really, and black pants. Uh, like wow. he he was like he had his boots and his gloves, but he was like. Well, let's go. Oh, but he looked dope in the bomber jacket. I go. I'm like, yo, how come you ain't done
0: that before? That's crazy.
1: Like it looked like he was. It was almost like when Take Like you just talked about Taker showing up. Like, or... I've
0: seen him show up at a, a autograph signing wearing like a, a chalk line jacket. You know what I mean? But it, and so I assume it probably looks the same. But it's still like a, I got to see what it looks like in the wrestling. Uh, how y'all feeling atmosphere. about my How
1: y'all feeling about my drip out? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I got to see. That oh yeah. Like.
0: By the way, shout out to Kansas City.
1: As uh, Tech Nine was in the crowd watching. Oh, that's it. what's up. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy and Kip started off the match until Kip tagged in the Butcher who, uh, which Sting wanted to tag in immediately. Got in the match actually real early. He ate two big ass forearms from Butcher and no-sold it. Damn. Until he started laying in the patented chops and kicks before hitting the Stinger Splash again way early before, uh, he eats a double suplex, uh, from Butcher and Blade, setting, uh, Sting in position for Kip to try to hit a diving attack. But then this is where, uh, again, the, the match gets fun. Sting takes a page out of Orange Cassidy's playbook and hits the slow gator roll to the other side of the ring. <laughs> Kip gets mad, tries to change turnbuckles. He hits the gator roll again, except this time he rolls back to his side of the ring and tags in Darby, who goes on a tear until Butcher tags back in and starts to dominate. Uh, he locks some uh he locked them in like this high over, you know like how um Samoa Joe will hit the the powerbomb and expect the the kick out to go into, like, a high yeah, version yeah. of the Boston Crab. Yeah, yeah. He did that as simple was a higher version of, a, a like, over-the-shoulder Texas cloverleaf wow. on Darby, right? And then when Darby starts climb, like crawling in between his legs to break the uh, the bend, he literally just deadlifts him while still having his feet cloverleaf into a powerbomb. I was like, Sheesh. that's a crazy – I never thought about that, but yeah. someone, like, the size of Darby could do it, right? yeah.
0: And this is Butcher. Or this is Blade that did. Butcher. This, this is Butcher. Yeah. Well, yeah. That sounds like something um, he could and would do. Yeah.
1: Uh, and and this, I, I said this because is how commentary said. Well, shout out to Taz. Uh, Darby manages to get the lukewarm tag to Orange, who obviously you know
0: he's mm, he's not, not the <laughs> hot tag. Yeah. Who,
1: okay. uh, who fires up until Butcher and Blade hit a deadlift version of that powerbomb neckbreaker combo they usually do for oh, near fall. Okay. Mm-hmm. He tried for a uh, a uh, hair canroner and he like picked him uh, up. Oh, Okay. Dope. Blade came in real quick. You know, mm-hmm. cuttered the uh, the neckbreaker whatever. Um but yeah, uh Kip tags in starts uh taunting too much as Sting gets tagged behind his back. Sting takes another page from Orange's playbook as he hits Kip with the kicks to the shin. Uh even does the callbacks. I don't know if you remember when uh yeah. the, the, the lazy uh, mm-hmm. uh you know beating of chest the chest. Bump. Yeah, a chest right? beat yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he does the the lazy uh beating of the chest and then he like just out of nowhere. Nailed him with a big ass, crazy hard clothesline on Kip, and then fired up for reals with the like he. This is the probably the the hardest clothesline I've ever seen. Sting hit somebody with. Oh, okay. Yeah, he knocked this full out. <laughs> like Clock uh, him, huh? Lock, uh, Lock's keeping the death lock. Butcher and Blade both try to punch him to break it up, but Sting keeps it locked in and eats both those punches. No cells again mm. uh, until the number uh, numbers game gets him. Uh, Darby tags in, hits the double springboard coffin press on Butcher and Blade. Uh, they roll out as Orange tags in. Hits Kip with the Stung Dog Millionaire before taking out Blade with a tope. Darby then runs back in the ring. Then he hits the over-the-top stunner on Kip again. Damn. Takes Butcher out with a cannonball tope, leading Sting in the ring to catch Kip slipping with the stinger death, ro- uh, death drop, I should say. And he just freaking milked it. He just had him, and he was just walking around with them for like a good 10 seconds, waiting for the crowd to build up, and then just dropped them on his head. Mm. One, two, three. yeah.
0: Again,
1: do it. a match, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was one of those things. I was like, man, Doc should have watched this. Just 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 now. No, the...
0: no, no, trust me, I'm already thinking about what time of, during my shift today I'm gonna be watching. First the match. match too. So,
1: yeah. I think 15, 20, 20 minute match. Not okay. too bad. So. Uh, from here, we had uh, the guns uh, defending the AEW Tag Team Championships against Top Flight. Um, during the entrance, Excalibur's is, these are all ups, by the way, uh, and mm-hmm. then I'll get to the downs. Uh, During the entrances, Excalibur said he had received a text from Brandon Cutler, who was in the first ambulance with Matt Jackson, though we wouldn't know, Mm. (laughs) Uh, accusing the Blackpool Combat Club of attacking the Young Bucks. Um, I thought they were going to say it was the House of Black. I I, I didn't know where they were going with it. Mm. Uh, But yeah, this match, this was a tag match. uh, It was a good tag match look-wise for Top Flight. As far as a good title defense for the guns, it was whatever, to be honest. Crowd wasn't really into them at all. Like, go away heat, not good heat. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh, anyways, they work this match like a usual top flight match. Dante starting, Darius getting a few glimpses, but mostly Dante getting isolated until he tags in his brother. Uh, and he, when he does, he lights up both guns, combo strikes, running attacks, drops Austin with a released German, uh, before hitting Colton with the short arm, uh, Spanish fly for the near fall. Uh, Dante tags in uh, and hits the, the half Nelson Urinagi for a near fall and mm. follows uh, with a nosedive moonsault for another near fall, but Colton is there to break up the pin. Uh, out of nowhere, the kingdom, uh, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven, come down and attack Darius at ringside. Really? Uh, until Dante takes them out with a running tope con hilo. Uh, Dante tries for another nosedive but rolls through before eating the 310 to Yuma for the win.
0: Yeah, um, saw that. They, they, they got him clean.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what happened with that one. Uh, the one with, that they hit on Danhausen because yeah, I heard he got hurt. Yeah, right? I think his, yeah. his arm or his shoulder. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was his landing. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's the first time I've ever seen a move like that. Mm-hmm. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, Post match, FTR came out trying to discuss business with the guns, but the guns claim there's nothing they could offer them to make them give them another shot at the tag titles. Cash offers that if they lose, they can't challenge them for the titles again, but they say no. Cash then opts the ante and offers that if they lose, FTR will never tag together again in AEW. But again, the guns say no. Then Dax grabs the mic, and this is around the time I read the headline you talked about earlier. I'm like, mm. this is what they're doing. Mm. Dax grabs the mic and offers that if they lose, they will quit AEW. And the guns accept quickly before uh, feigning a handshake and then instead spitting in their faces and then ducking out the ring. Wow. Yeah, this dude, it was, it was nasty, bro. Uh. Like Dax, you could tell Dax was like, Damn it! Get the camera off me. <laughs> my my eight year old's watching me right now. Mm. God damn it. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was uh yeah. But no uh, heat. The first interesting thing they've done. I just don't. This is the thing. I do not. I need them to tell me what is up with the Shawn Michael stuff. I just need to know. I don't <laughs> understand. Did they did they did he
0: have a hand in training y'all? Like I don't understand. I, like, I don't know. I I think it's. I think they just it, Shawn Michael. But guys, th- th- I know?
1: guess the reason why it's weird is like then the one guy like. <laughs> they jungle boys oh this guy wants to be a gun so bad like no you want to be you want to be a Shawn michaels mark so bad Mm -hmm. anyways uh we had a jade backstage segment uh accompanied by mark sterling uh she's interviewed by renee who asked her about the arrival of Ty valkyrie Uh, jade just basically downplays her saying that she tried to show up after the open challenge was already over and how she thinks she's cool for trying to do her move to which Mark Sterling jumps in with a clipboard, claiming that they filed a cease and desist on Taya using the road to Valhalla, or the Jaded that he claims Jade has made famous since being in AEW. So you know, I guess never mind Taya having a head start in her career. Yeah, you seriously. Know. Uh, I mean,
0: I, yeah, career-wise, a hell of a head start. yeah,
1: career-wise, yeah. You know, uh, good segment though. I think we all saw this coming when Sterling was out there last week, which we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. uh, during the Taya's segment uh, debut segment. So yeah. Um. Next, these again, these are still ups. This next one is a up. And I mean, it's hard. It's hard not to take notes on this because it was just an, honestly another sports entertainment match. Better than I would have ever gave it credit for because uh-huh. of what they did and the time that they did it. Hook versus Stokely Hathaway is a up. No DQ. Yeah.
0: I, I'll be honest, that type of match with your usual taste of things. Yes, exactly. Is not at all something I expect you to exactly. say would be on your up. So yeah. I
1: wouldn't even take this many notes on it. Yeah. This was surprisingly entertaining for the small amount of time this took up on the show. And I know I, for one, have been very critical as to why this match is even happening at all. But another great example of sports entertainment and using the right guys to get the best execution and reaction from the crowd. Uh, Stokely is introduced as, quote, being not as large as the man he represents, but has the heart of a lion and the wisdom of an owl, Stokely Hathaway. (laughs) As uh, also his lower third says, "self-proclaimed submission specialist." Um, <laughs> the firm walks him out to the top of the ramp, but don't follow him to the ring. As every time Stokely starts to look over his shoulder and back at them, they're all hyped and they're like shouting words of encouragement and stuff. And yeah. but as soon as he turns back around, they like huddle around looking concerned for his health for real. Like oh, this dude's <laughs> done. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hathaway uh, is dressed in his best. Uh, best way I could describe it: his best Farouk from Nation of Domination cosplay. Oh wow! Okay, um, and, and and I'm not saying that for real. It's like well, when you I look noticed at it, you're he's like
0: been, he's been dressing a little bit more, like I don't say militant, you know. Well, what I mean? the reason like, he
1: did that is because he was trying to make it seem like, oh, I got friends in high places. Yeah. I got Justin Jackson coming, and new, did it he's
0: and, dressing like some some of them New Jack City boys. Like I, it's funny because like I'm- the higher ranking ones, like in my head, I'm
1: thinking he he was doing the Dave Chappelle and the undercover brother for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Good um, call. Good call. Hook uh, his music hits great pop as per usual. He gets in the ring and um, you can see Hathaway hugging the referee as he <laughs> <is> in the <laughs> ring. It's just little things that can made this like you just you know if you're a fan of Stokely then you know he you know what I mean. Uh, but before he can ring the bell, the ref Hathaway grabs the the mic and says that he actually spoke to Doctor Simpson earlier as he ruled and he was ruled that he was not medically cleared to wrestle. Before commentary corrects him saying it's actually Doctor Simpson. I was just Simpson. about to say, <laughs> and then goes on to saying and also. What a quink dink! I'm actually retiring today. <laughs> so to my fans, all twelve of y'all, I love you and God bless. All oh, twelve of y'all. Yeah, and, and and to a pop from the crowd before uh, telling Justin to, to call the match, like basically say make it official. As I have my doctor's note and passes him a folded piece of paper. Camera zooms in over Justin's shoulder as he opens the paper and you can see it's a receipt that says he is sick, scribbled on it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then Justin says, Sir. Uh, On the mic, sir, with all due respect, this is just a receipt for Wingstop. (laughs) (laughs) Another pop from the crowd. Remsburg rips up the note and starts the match, finally gets the bell rung. Um, He tries to run in the crowd. Hook catches him, brings him back over the barricade. Sokley tries running uh like running at him but bounces off of him as soon as he tries for an attack and Hook just looks at him like he's crazy mm. before hitting a, a capture overhead suplex on him on the outside, bro. Ooh, yeah, he outside. tried he ran to try to boot him and he was like, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hook then looks under the ring and grabs what looks like a gimmicked guardrail because it's just a guardrail by itself. Uh-huh. Doesn't look like any of the ones that they use in the arena and it's like, "Why would that be on top of a table?"
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? It was like weird. But um he, get, he gets it back in the ring, sets it up in the corner, buying Stokely some time. Hook goes looking for him, but Stokely sprays him with a fire extinguisher. He then grabs a the chair, looks down at the camera and says, I ain't a killer, but don't push me.
0: That's Tupac. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then goes to hit Hook, but Hook grabs a chair, hits it across his back multiple times before hitting a release high collar suplex onto the guardrail in the corner. Goes for the pin, but stops the pin so he can lock in the red rum to choke him out for the win.
0: But yeah, yeah, that was pretty much it, dude. That sounds fun. But that and that guardrail in the corner bit sounds definitely something from the ECW days. Oh, yeah, uh, no, it was one of those. Dad, so like, the
1: funny thing, I was going to bring it up, but it's funny because when he went for the pin and he stopped, they're like, I, I mean, he could have had him right there. And then Taz goes, ah, uh, yeah, I got to say, it's kind of uh, dramatic uh, when it comes to our family. And I was like, <laughs> that was cool. That was because, you know, that's usually what he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. From here, we get another up. Adam Cole in ring promo. I just sent y'all a voice note about this. I'm like, I could have swore he was supposed to wrestle already. Yeah, yeah. They kept saying March,
0: so maybe that's what it, I kept but thinking. Be, but yeah. March almost done, man.
1: Yeah, by next week, mm-hmm. Shit. Um, Big Adam Cole chance before the promo. Uh, he updates everyone saying he feels great, and his first match back will be next week on March 29th. Oh, uh, so Dynamite. right, but right before yeah. <laughs> uh, starts to uh, talk about who his opponent will be when he's interrupted by Daniel Garcia, who comes with a mic. Asks, who's ready for story time with Daniel Garcia, baby, followed by immediate shut-the-fuck-up Chance mm. uh, Says, since Cole has been gone, he's become a veteran. I've become a veteran and a locker room leader. And as locker room leader, I thought it'd be my duty to not only welcome you back to the locker room, but also put you in your place.
0: With his fists up.
1: Uh, he didn't do that. He was, he was holding mm. one, yeah, oh, hold nah, one mic. Oh, yeah, I'm just... <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and says he was uh, basically says, while you were playing stupid video games on Twitch, I was beating guys like Brody King, Ricky Starks, and Dan- uh, Brian Danielson. And talks about being in more main events this past year than anyone else on the roster. When did Garcia beat Brody King? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Why would they even be against each other? Yeah. Maybe it was like during, maybe it was like a, uh, a match they put together on Rampage right before the triple threat.
0: For the trios? Maybe, yeah, because I, I didn't watch last week. So Yeah, I didn't uh,
1: I didn't either, but it just even then I'm like, bro or, or two weeks ago. But even then I'm like, that's not past year, that's this year, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh he calls himself the lifeblood that pumps through the company and questions his respect for Cole and asks him where his warm welcome is and you know you know, basically basically says he's been doing this at a high level, proving that he's the best rest, but then corrects himself and says Best sports entertainer, but it was this moment where they, he made sure to do it where he started he, he was talking talking and then he starts saying wrestler and the crowd's like oh mm. and then he stops quickly corrects himself and I, it was yeah it was kind of you know, uh but as Adam Cole what makes him so special Cole kind of just rehashes some of what he said to cross back in NXT in response saying what makes me special when they ring the freaking bell, that's what makes me special. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, says he likes Garcia that he, that he's really, uh, you can tell he's really good and can see him in the future leading the charge in AW, but says that his problem is the company he keeps. And, uh, says he doesn't, uh, the JS has given him a false sense of security and, and an overconfidence, which can be good or bad. But says that even when Adam Cole doesn't wrestle for nine months, I'm still Adam Cole, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm a multi-time world champion who's traveled the world, fought, and beaten some of the best. And uh, basically tells Garcia if he's crazy enough to challenge him next week, then he's on, but reminds him that it's not just his first match his first match back. He's looking to make a statement that I am one of the best wrestlers in the world, and I am back. I'll see you next week, Garcia. Boom.
0: And then mm-hmm. mic drops So Nice. Kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. I had a feeling that... Cole was going to be pushed in that direction because there was well, something Jericho said. I was going to tell couple you weeks ago. Yeah, that I was like that sounds like he I, might I, be moving. That I think I, I was yeah. telling
1: you about that where it showed like a couple weeks ago it showed he, he took a picture of him and Britt. He was putting over Britt for being yeah, right. someone that was in his corner like the, the you know superstar for what he's been dealing mm-hmm. with the concussion and then he was like, nice couple dot dot dot. I'm like, what <laughs> what is up with the strangeness Ser- of the dot yeah, dot yeah, dot? It's seriously. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I never understand why people do that. Um, but anyways, from here we go to the other featured match of the night uh, before the main event. This is uh, John Moxley and Stu Grayson. Um, they had wa- singles.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm
1: watching that. Moxley comes out to the crowd with Claudio and Yuta as commentary talk about uh, Brandon Cutler's accusations against them, allegedly taking out the Bucks. They had like these these kind of plain hoodies on it. Just it said like Blackpool Wrestling. And like an oval, like it looked like it was missing like a, a middle logo. But mm. I saw a shout out Jason Marchuk. He's like, uh, did Renee uh, buy a cricket and, and 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 make these for these guys before the uh, <laughs> before the show? I was like, I mean, they weren't that bad, but I see what you mean. They mm. they were lacking a little bit of pizzazz. Yeah. Um hmm. but yeah, Stu comes out flanked by Evil Uno, Silver and Reynolds. Uh, you know, the, which I was like, you know what? If we can make them and don't add anybody else unless Colt wants to come back. Make them the Dark Order. Them four, that's easy. Yeah, let seriously. them do that. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know they, they, they did the whole thing. So yeah, I mean we we I think we didn't that's announce, right. but he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's all elite again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and we, they we actually, were speculating that last but week. But it, it actually says it in the actual uh, graphic. All elite. Dot dot dot, dot again. That's I was awesome. like, that's great. You know, because yeah. I think that's probably the first person that left and came back.
0: Right, bro. I mean, last week we talked about how crazy that match was and the, in the yeah. and I remember literally saying like, bro, Tony's got to be like, why did I get rid of this guy? It's like, right. was it
1: really the money? Was it really? We couldn't mm. decide on money. That's why? Mm. Uh, let me pull my ear like Vince. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yep. Uh, both men trade shots and are at a uh, level playing field most of the match with commentary putting over Grayson's kickboxing background and is born and bred for combat moniker, while also discussing Moxley's use of mixed martial arts training in his arsenal as well. Uh, Moxley takes advantage after hitting a, a low side or back suplex on Stu, just knocking him off. Oh, and just knocking him off the apron into the into the barricade. You know, just like a running tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, before picture-in-picture, picture, uh, Moxley locks in a, a cloverleaf, but still gets the ropes despite Mox holding on until the four count. Uh, the two trade shots again, but Mox uh, able to hit the money clip. As commentary discussed, uh, Moxley's ear being taped up from bleeding on the house shows mm-hmm. and uh, jokes saying a strong breeze could bloody John Moxley. I was like,
0: shit. Jeez. Uh,
1: Mox hits a cradle pile driver for a two count. Uh, tries for the arm trap stomps that uh, you know him and Brian like to do. Mm-hmm. Well, pretty much everyone, right? Um, in BCC, yeah. Uh, but
0: Stu, and the elbows too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Stu kicks out again, uh, and he starts to fire up as he hits a release uranagi and follows up with that springboard corkscrew senton for mm-hmm. a near fall. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he lands all in his fucking face. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's I, like, "Yeah, bring it on, babe." Well, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it, 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 he did. I mean, they didn't hesitate to the next move. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stu goes for a diving attack, but changes trajectory and hits a top rope moonsault on the outside to take out the BCC mm. instead. But Moxley gets up and immediately, hits a suicide dive on Stu before throwing him back in the ring. But Stu catches him coming in with a jumping knee strike. Mm. Hits a 450 from a far spot mm-hmm. uh, for another near fall. Um, Stu picks up Mox for the nightfall backbreaker. Uh, but Mox counters into the bully choke, then transitions into a rear naked choke. Stu's able to pick him up on, 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 on while still on his back and hits the, the kind of a front rolling backpack cannonball oh, to get shit. him off.
0: Yeah, into the corner. Yeah, into the corner. Wow.
1: Uh, and then uh, after, a de- and then hits a desperate you know that desperation kind of like that Pele kick he does like a yeah, backflip yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Uh, he tries again for another diving attack, but Mox hits a avalanche paradigm shift that looked more like a butterfly suplex for the win. Um, got stop. He has to stop hitting. Oh,
0: those. I'm guessing. His back was towards the ring when he hit it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the one he hit on Darby. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. Gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, true, that's right, because he does usually do it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you hit it like it was like, yeah, you know, like that DDT, that super DDT on like yeah. No Mercy, but yeah, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, from here we go to our first down of the night, um, QTV segment again. Nothing to write home about except that, again, besides QT and Aaron Solo, you have no idea who any of these uh, other actors are in the segment and why we should care. Uh, Mm -hmm. They pretty much just did a quick review of Hobbs' TNT title uh, defense against uh, Ray Phoenix on Rampage last week. And then other than Hobbs not even being in the segment, which is dumb, uh, he's scheduled to face Pentagon in in another open challenge for the championship on Rampage, uh, which is supposed to be on Saturday night as opposed to Friday night. Not too sure what's going on with that. He's facing who? Pentagon. Oh. Penta El... El Zito. And then uh, the second down after this, we had a Tony Storm for Sky Blue match. Not invested, not interested at all, especially when they just did the same formula last week, except mm-hmm. it was Ruby Soho. Facing Sky in a match way longer than needed to, just to beat her and have Rio and Willow Nightingale make the save yeah, again. Same it old was deal. okay. Yeah, it was nothing. Down. Uh, so, those are the only two downs I had. And uh, obviously, uh, we're going to get into the last two segments, but uh, we had match announcements. Layla Gray versus of Valkyrie on Rampage. Uh, Brody mm. King versus Jake Hager on Rampage. Wow, uh, that's gonna be fire. Well, they teased house. it. They teased it last week where he came in and went straight yeah, for him, but absolutely. he got jumped. Yeah, but I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. That's what he gets, though? Uh, which you think <laughs> you would think like, why wouldn't they put Hager in that trios then,
0: right? I I thought that, would but you know what? I'm not mad at Jericho running with the Young Guns. Just Sammy a taste. and Danny. Just a taste. Um,
1: the Acclaim versus the Kingdom. Um, on rampage as well. Ricky Starks also challenged Juice Robinson. Uh there's been no acceptance of that challenge, but these you know they just said he's gonna be there. Uh Ricky will be there. Then again, like I said, Hobbs versus Pentagon, TNT Diddly Championship. Squat. Did, he didn't say nothing? Diddly squat. Mm-hmm. And then of course uh, they confirmed Adam Cole versus Daniel Garcia for Dynamite. So all right, cool. Uh, but here comes the last two uh ups of the night. Stu Grayson is backstage. Uh, commentary pitched the, to the shot as Stu was being tended by two by uh, medical trainers, asking him about his arm. I don't know where they're like, did you feel a pop or did you hear? It? But like he was just like kind of with them, you know, basically, you know, checking out his arm. And then you could just see entering left frame that someone puts their hand on his on his shoulder. And then the, when the camera pans out, it's Moxley who tells him it's just business. And then Claudio and Yuta, they attack Stu and the medical trainers. And leave them all lame before Mox just walks off, calls him an amateur.
0: Yo, yeah, yeah. They kind of got BCC on some other shit right now, and I'm not mad, but I think it's because we we were talking about like the potential of a heel guess, Mox. What does that I'm look like? I'm just confused
1: because like, if they're trying to do this elite thing or whatever is going, where does this leave Brian Danielson, who's a part of it? Oh, I you mean, I was saying so. about
0: that earlier. To me, it's clearly he's going to come back, and he's going to you know it's going to be him and Mox again face Brian. You know they're, they're gonna switch spots. You know last time mm. it was Moxes. You know what I mean that's what I think, and they're gonna he, he's gonna be like,
1: "This only reason I'm in this group is because of you, motherfucker." Yeah, yeah. And then you left. <laughs> I bled and then, for you. You, then, you bled for me. And
0: then Regal left. And then you know I felt like it was up to me to lead these guys to the brutality, or so that's how it reads. Yeah, because
1: Yuta's on some other shit, bro. Yeah, he it's is. one of
0: those things where I'm like, bro, you're not even. You, he's you, not even flanking Brian no more. And remember him and Brian kind of bumped heads a bit. Not I mean, too long that, ago. yeah, oh
1: yeah, because he was just like, how can you trust him? You know, like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You just thought he was like dummy, pretty much. But Kenny Omega versus El Hijo del Valquinho. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, after a while, I just stopped mm-hmm. writing. Yeah. Because it's like, what am no, I no, supposed no, to I do? Yeah, yeah, um, Because there's more po- post match stuff that happens too. So. All right. But well, Ke-
0: I saw a lot of the action. So if you just want to let me know the finish. And well, I, I got to say something. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Valquinho okay. uh, attacks Omega during the entrance and catches him with a tope suicida, then a tope con hilo, mm. and then a springboard shotgun dropkick before the bell even rings. Uh, bell rings and more action uh like this ensues. Uh Vakingo hits the imploding hurricane rana from the top rope. I super, saw that, yeah. Super early. Mm-hmm. Uh follows with a trouble in paradise to sit Kenny on his ass against mm-hmm. the bottom rope, and then he just hits like a wrecking ball yeah, like, version of the Meteora, dude. It yeah, yeah. went ropes. right through the rope, yeah. I yeah. was like
0: that 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 was the clip that was floating around for a uh, Yeah, social I've never media, seen yeah. nothing like
1: that. Yeah. Uh I mean obviously Saray had like the drop kick, but that was it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So um, where I? I lost my space. Oh, uh Meteora. Meteora. Oh, oh, and then he, he follows through because he, he falls to the outside. This dude just runs and does a, a running shooting star press off the apron flush. Damn. Not not standing, like not Kenny's Kenny's on the floor and he hits it like actual just you know what I mean? Yeah. It was yeah, it was I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> this is <laughs> what we're doing. It was like when Pac uh when he was um Neville used to hit that four fifty off the apron. Bro, so, so i laying I'm on about, the floor. Yeah. Dog,
1: they ain't this fool throws him back in the ring. After that, hits a springboard four fifty on Omega from the outside, jumps from the apron into the ring, and then jumps again off the middle rope inside the ring to, to hit a do 450. to do the four fifty.
0: It was like like something Phoenix would do, bro. Yeah, yeah I yeah. was in my
1: head. I was like, "Yeah, don't bring this guy in and come to come because Phoenix him yeah. and re- after him and re- versus Phoenix is nobody else." Like, yeah. you know what I
0: mean,
1: mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it was at this point where I stopped taking notes <laughs> because. This is only the first five minutes of the match, dude. Two mm. minutes technically from the when the bell rung. So yeah, go yeah. watch the fucking match. I mean, one point Omega's standing on the apron and Vikingo scales the top rope while he's on the outside and bounces on the top post and hits mm. a fucking dragon rana on Jeez. Omega Jeez, off the apron onto the floor. On the floor? Go watch the fucking match. Okay, it's, okay. Yeah, I had to make sure I wrote that part twice. Watch okay. the fucking match. Only takeaways I had, obviously, were, you know, Omega, I, I told you about this, one point pulled out a table from under the ring. As soon as I saw it, I said, you know, and he sets it up right next to the ring. I'm like, okay, uh, they got to be going for that spot that's been running the internet, you know, the last couple of months. Of course, the, yeah. The running springboard 630, uh, we, we've seen him do, mm. um, which they absolutely did, except uh, he also hit a springboard Poison Rana as the prelude. So, yeah, there was...
0: Jeez. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, jeez, I man, saw that, Because yeah. my thing
1: I was like, bro, you don't have to hit everything that everyone seen you do like mm-hmm. save a little bit but whatever crowd went obviously crazy for the spot kenny wins though with the one-wing angel uh post-match tony shivani goes down to interview omega on his big singles victory but bcc jumps omega uh we hear sirens at the tron uh at, at the top or oh no we hear sirens as the tron shows one of the amb- ambulances from earlier pulling up as uh, we see hangman page jump out of the driver's seat as they say, oh, he stole one. I'm like, no, you can't steal an ambulance, sir. Uh, especially when he had the key in his hand, he just tosses it over his shoulder. Yeah, I'm like, no, he just stole the keys. But he, he walks in with a two-by-four with nails in it. <laughs> it just starts making his way to the ring as the crowd starts chanting for some cowboy shit. Hangman's music hits, makes his way to the ring for the save. BCC scatters, but Hangman's in the ring pacing with the two-by-four while Don Callis is in the ring tending to Omega on the mat. Callison stands up and like kind of whips like Hangman around, and Hangman, not knowing who he is, almost like hits him thinking it's someone trying to you know yeah. sneak on him. And he's like, "Oh, it's just me. It's me, right?" And he's like, "Oh," and he's like asking why he's out there. He's like, "What do you mean why I'm out there?" And He kind of just turns back around, and you know keeps his focus on on the BCC. When he turns around, and mind you, Omega's still on the ground. Yeah. Don Callis flatbacks for no reason, just throws himself to the mat, and Omega comes to, and he's like. What happened? And he points at Hangman, oh. saying Hangman did. And then he looks up and see Hangman with this two by four with a nail. And then now they're they're arguing like, dude, what the hell are you doing? What'd you do, to Don? He's like, what? I didn't do nothing to Don. He's like, what the hell are you doing, Don? He's like, why'd you get on? Like, and it, they go off. You know, basically arguing and him wanting nothing to what do with Angle. Anything. And yeah. I was like. Oh man, I
0: was like, it he's, makes trying, s- he's trying to curtail any sign of a reunion between. He's trying to yeah. he's trying
1: to push him on that singles run because he kept he, you know, he kept doing this is return of the wrestling god. by God, you know they had yeah, the yeah. They, now they, he's they, done they, with
0: trios they, top championship reign. They had the yeah.
1: over the top intro. I didn't even go into it,
0: oh, okay. but you know, that's North I, Carolina. Well, they were they were like,
1: <laughs> he's wrestled over the, all over the world, but he is now two and zero in. Missouri but he uh, in which he uh, he covers which he covets the record more than his one and one in North
0: Carolina I'm like he still had to hit <laughs> oh, it yeah. while
1: already hitting the Missouri for the hometown Sports but Sports Entertainment man. Uh but yeah that was it man that was that was a show um again not as much uh action as far as matches as last week but I mean definitely some moving pieces on the board uh again the whole injury the attack angle opening the night was kind of different for me uh, the last couple uh weeks I've been covering it so
0: yeah no nah, definitely but
1: yeah uh, but yeah that was I mean definitely get you uh intrigued about what's going to be going on after that um I mean where we go from there cuz obviously the lights you know they they everyone was excited to see what was going to be th- this week because of the whole elite thing that oh, happened yeah. last week yeah. I don't know if you watched BTE but there was more on that of course in BTE where they showed it and all I say is that Matt actually finally pulled the trigger on starting a group chat again mm. and everyone's like Hitting a mode, like, "Oh hell yeah, cool!" And then you see Hangman post like a, a, a smiley with a cowboy hat on. I figured, and it's like Kenny has left the chat.
0: Oh yeah,
1: Hmm. yeah. So I don't know what his deal is, and and the thing is, the only thing I can think of, and they brought it back. When you think about it, Kenny Omega got injured in his match against Hangman.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, so that, that, that could that's be a reason why he's everyone. Yeah is waiting on. Matt and Nick have already tried Remember, they try to recruit yeah. Hangman and for the trios, Yeah, they've already kind of smoothed that out. Get, a bit, I mean, he's the only one oh, that has it. And then
1: also in BT if you go watch it, I I have to uh I have to uh uh tell you definitely um to check out you know cuz Brandon's always doing his ringside footage of the matches, right? Yeah, yeah. He obviously catches what happens after the show goes off the air and it's just more of of like Kenny leaves the ring. But he's still ringside.
0: It was last week. Yeah. Okay.
1: And the Bucks are still in the ring, kind of just like wanting to go with Hangman. Yeah. But they, it's like this unspoken, like understanding. Well, oh, man. Well, we, look, like, we ain't got no shit with you, bro. But we, we, just, we, we gotta see what the fucks up with with Kenny, kind of thing. You know yeah. What I mean? We so, just had
0: a yeah. We just had a battle with them right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so but yeah, that was the that was pretty much it, man. Um, all right. thank you all for checking us out, dude. Doing what we do, uh, every week, man. Um. It's going to be a little bit light next week. Obviously, we got Man Mania coming up. We're probably just going to do a a predictions episode.
0: stand in the liver as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. Um, But, yeah, man, um, again, you can follow us, uh, you know, everywhere on social media, man. That's at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, at Quincy Jones Show or backslash Quincy Jones Show on uh, Facebook as well. Um, We still got merch, man. Still got KJS t-shirts, man. Summer's coming up, so hit us up, man. $10 Buster, not not even tripping on the shirts, bro.
0: Mm
1: -mm. Um, And, of course, check out the the Quincy Jones Show, my album, the album right now on Spotify, man. Uh, Still streaming worldwide, man. Shout out to Doc. A few other uh, key players on the album to make that what it was. And uh, don't forget to check out This Is Awesome as well. Yes, Uh, please do. You know, album by by, – my tag yeah, team eh? partner, here, you know, and yes, sir. Uh, again, if you guys are looking to find uh, the podcast, you can always find it on Castbox, you can always find it on Spotify, you can also find it on uh, uh,
0: pff, I'm
1: blanking now. You can probably do
0: the podcast app on uh, if you got iPhone, it'll be on there for sure.
1: Yeah, it, it'll SoundCloud, I'm sorry, SoundCloud, yeah, SoundCloud, Castbox, Spotify, iTunes, and iTunes, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's true that's 100 much it.
0: radio as well,
1: yeah. I mean, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, anything else you want to?
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, you you already told him to go check out the album. You guys know me, D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. Hit that in your search bar. Boom, there I are with five-star bars for you and yours. Uh, You know, and if you aren't into the uh, wrestle rap aspect, which would be kind of weird since you're listening to a wrestling podcast, uh, you go ahead and check out audio-visual, my last album as well, uh, which is just... More, uh, you know, rooted in in uh, the hip hop sound of uh, you know my career. So, but uh, other than that, man, like he told you, man, check out any uh, anywhere that you like to stream your favorite artists on your favorite platform, whether it's iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon, Spotify, all the above, and I'll follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on uh, Instagram. For everything having to do with my music career, at Doc underscore KGS pod, for all things having to do with this podcast, and of course, uh, running Winter Circle Pro, and uh, at Lesnar's underscore lots for all things having to do with my Mercari store, where, you know, you guys hear me talk about every week. I sell wrestling merch and also uh, Funko Pops uh, for, like, The Office and various other uh, shows, but mostly wrestling uh, merch and uh, also uh, Anaheim Ducks merch as well. So, uh, hit your boy up. Uh, I do not make deals on uh, Instagram, only through Mercari. Uh, But other than that, do yourself a favor follow at winter circle pro uh to you know yeah get uh stay updated with all things having to do with our wrestling promotion speaking winter of circle which pro uh,
1: we did actually just do a uh an interview with championship on the line podcast yes uh, sir we, we talk about how this got started where what we're looking to, to do in the future and basically what our prime message is for for the wrestling community and much, much more, man. I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but yeah, go ahead and check it out, man. He also asked us a bunch of, uh, I think, what, 10 like, regular questions, which was definitely refreshing, man. So, yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah,
0: I, I have the, yeah, the link is uh, YouTube backslash uh, capital XZ76 capital K dash capital E7 lowercase r underscore capital M. Not gonna say it again. I'm, but I don't. I, said it I don't. Slow enough. <laughs> I don't know.
1: They, I don't know if they're gonna actually write that down, but it's definitely in, uh, on all of our social media. You yeah, making it real easy for you to just click. And get yeah, to yeah. It. Just click the link on there. Yeah. but uh, <laughs> and, 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 and definitely and follow, a fun interview. Though. And follow Championship on the line as well. Add Championship on the line. Yeah, certainly. Um, until next time, man. We only got three words for them. Yeah. Top guys, Top guys
0: out. out.